forever. Dog. All right. We're live from what I'm being told. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the best show. This is an exciting episode here in May 2023. How are we all doing? Uh, beautiful Los Angeles night. Just warm enough to have a nice night. Tonight on the show, the top 25 best movies, the top 25 worst movies. We're going to build it together. Get ready. Get your picks. Call 201-989-0012. You want to get in on the action on this one? It's going to be a great one. We're going to have... Jake Fogelnest will be in the studio. We're going to have Molly Lambert in the studio. Great group of people. Uh, It's going to be a fun show. Uh, And uh, the most exciting part of the show, look, I love this topic and all. That's all well and good. But this is what I'm most excited about. We all know Andrew, right? Andrew, the uh, Andrew engineer. Andrew, this guy can do more than just uh, twiddle the old knobs. This guy is a a, a rocker. He's a rocker. Straight up rocker. Andrew has a band. Andrew Gleason has a band called Sleuth Dogs. And we are going to hear the, the, we're going to hear the debut world premiere of a song. We're going to hear insane things, Andrew. Uh, actually, this the album is called Insane the, Things. Uh, the album is called Insane Things. The this, song we're going to hear tonight is what? Time to Medicate. Time to Medicate. And we're going to hear this. This is what we're going to do. We're going to play the theme. Then we're going to hear, this is a world debut of Time to Medicate by Sleuth Dogs, featuring our own Andrew Gleason. Very exciting Andrew, let's just get it started. Play the theme!
again on another tuesday night how's everybody doing the phone number 201-989-0012 you want to be a part of the action you call up for our topic 25 best movies 25 worst movies but let me now say to you we just heard from Sleuth dogs. Time to medicate. Andrew. Yes, Tom. I got to give you credit. That song rocked. Oh, That's thanks. good. You're heavy hit. You're heavy duty. 
Ah, it's, it's trying, man. What are you trying. doing on that song? What are you playing sleuth dogs? Uh, I sing and play guitar. Unbelievable. I did a couple synths on the record, not on that particular song, uh, but uh, that's pretty much the main thing. Andrew, that's great. That's a great record. That's Thank you. That's a great you. song. Thanks. Seriously. Yeah. It's, you got a great uh, voice. You oh. got, uh, you're laying down some heavy licks there. Oh, thanks. The only unfortunate thing is that you'll probably be moving on because now you're a rock star <laughs> and this is probably our last show with Andrew because he's yeah. a rock star. Well, and no, it was the long game. Tom. It was the long game. Look, you get it however you get it in this life. Yeah. No, seriously, that is a great record. It's, I hear in there, obviously, I hear some crazy horse in there. Oh, yeah. You got some of that, and you got a you're laying down a laying down a groove. You know, it kind of reminded me of in a weird way. It's like uh, have a cigar. Oh yeah, I mean right? that's like you know both of those are like touchstones for me. Clearly, the rest of the band as well. Um, you know, we're really into like I think our big things are like we're into kind of like some of the stoner rock stuff, Queens, maybe not on that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then there's like you know the Neil well, Young actually thing. the band is Queen. It's only one. Oh, only I see. One. Oh, right. Of course, you said Queens. It's I said Queen. Queen. It's just right. Okay, because that's that's exactly who we're talking about. Yes. But um, no, you like kind of you like kind of stoner stoner rock yeah, like Queens of Stone Age. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. we're also you know we'll, we're also huge like Wilco and mm-hmm. um, My Morning Jacket. Uh, you know, a lot of the it's pretty broad spectrum mm-hmm. of stuff we're drawing from. But it's not you know it's a lot, it's just anything rock is. If it's good, which is, you know, pretty subjective. Well, but. I can just say this. You probably would also be a fan of Sleuth Dogs. Oh, yeah. Because you like the good stuff. Mm. Ironically. Yeah. <laughs> you are your own good stuff. Oh, man. I didn't think of it that way before. Yeah, look at that. That's how it works. No, that was great. Where where can people where can people get this? So as of today, the album is available. It's called Insane Things, and it's available on it pretty much every streaming platform. If you want to pay for it, uh, you could go to bandcamp.com or sleuthdogs.bandcamp.com. And uh, you can get it there in whatever format you want. You can go to iTunes if you wish. Um, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much anywhere that you can get it these days. It's pretty much exclusively digital at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's head on over to Bandcamp. I yeah. would say everybody drop some. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy later. Is oh, it possible if I was to pay like thirty grand? Would it would that accept? Would Bandcamp accept that? If I yeah, I think um your bank might have more trouble than Bandcamp. Yes, you're right. <laughs> My bank actually would have a serious problem just with, with that large with sum. That. Not that it would be a it would just be a security measure. It wouldn't be a I'm not saying it would be a No, it would be what you saying be, it would, it be, would be closer to the overdraw than the security measure. Um but seriously, didn't all, mean to imply anything there. No, Andrew, all kidding aside. Congratulations on getting your record out and you've been working on it for a while. Yeah. It's very exciting and it's great. Well, thanks, man. Really, this is honestly like kind of crazy. This is almost more surreal than like, you know, I was a fan of this show before I worked on it well, for years. Now and now fan. I'm like, no. this is almost yeah, like more dogs. surreal, like being played, having music played on it is like yeah. almost a higher honor. Well, higher that's, you're very well, sweet you know. to say that. It's a <laughs> two way street, my yeah. friend. Well, thanks. Sleuth Dogs, Andrew, everybody. Now, the phone number is 201-989-0012. The topic is a good one. 
It's a list, 25 best movies, the 25 worst movies. How's that going to shake out, right? What happens when you're the 25th best movie? Does that mean you're the 26th worst movie? Is there a movie that goes, that perfectly rides the line between the best and the worst? I think there is. I think I have a good candidate for that. There should be one movie that goes, uh, the 51st movie goes in between the two, like the, the, the hub of the wheel. What do you think about that? Um, God help me. Do I have this, uh, God forsaken, uh, four horsemen theme? Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Got to get a shorter version. Well, when the good Lord made his mind up, he said, this mic needs more men. Four men. Horsemen. Four horsemen. Assemble! Hey, P. Uh-huh. Mike. <laughs> hey. Are you here? I'm here. How are you tonight, Mike? I'm doing good. You like the new shorter version of the theme? With the fade? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Oh, what am I supposed to play the whole thing? It's 59 seconds. <laughs> Every minute counts on okay, this show. I will do a shorter version. You'll have a shorter mm-hmm. version. I can't wait to talk to you. Is it a crime? I can't I wait mean, to well, talk to no, Jason Dudio nice. Gore. That is very nice. And yeah. And we got Pat is uh, in transit, I believe. Yeah, we should have him sometime soon. We have the. So it's a three horseman night. Four horsemen, three horsemen. How are you tonight? Uh, what do you think of this topic we got going here? I think it's great. I think yeah. before we get into the topic, though, Tom, I just decided, I just got to say that's Sleuth, Sleuth Dogs track rules. So good, Andrew. Yeah. That's good stuff. Thanks, man. Good stuff. Right? Yeah. What'd great you job. Yeah, look, Mike says great job. How, how many stars, Mike? Four. Four. Wow. That's great. That's, that's great. That's great. <laughs> you know, only I'm up there with It to... Never Ends, actually. I mean, It, it Never <laughs> Ends. Right? with yeah. my book. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. yes. So... First things first, before we get into this topic tonight, last week we had a bit of an incident on the show. Mike does a a show on the Patreon called Make Mike Marvel, this hit show where he goes through each and every Marvel movie and his co-host for that is the amazing Brett Davis. But we got a call last week from someone who didn't like Brett Davis as the co-host. Z- Zach, Z-Man, a longtime supporter of the show. Dare I say friend of the show. Mm-hmm. But now, I got to say... Z-Man did. That was his best show version of January 6th. <laughs> he's, the knives. He's, yeah. he's yeah. the QAnon. He's the best show shaman. 
He's the best show sha- shame. And he's shaming himself. He's shaming himself with this. He is the best show shaman. Last week was his January 6th. He may attempted a coup. He failed. <laughs> and now he needs to be sentenced and punished. <laughs> it pains me to do this. Zach Walliner, Z-Man, you are hereby banned from the best show. For nine years. <laughs> wow. Harsh, but fair. I mean, that's less than the guy the Oath Keepers yeah. got. He got, what, 18 years? <laughs> yeah. A nine-year ban. You're banned for nine. We'll see you in 2032. <laughs> I'll say in 2032, truthfully, all, all kidding aside. Right. If 80% of the Best Show staff isn't already, like, gone by that point like i'm talking like i'll be six feet under by that point like dead or incarcerated oh, dead dead i'm gone <laughs> okay. i'm long gone by 2032 <laughs> you kidding i'm gonna say a good i might just be pat left <laughs> pat might be the yeah. only one i yeah, say that'll be the, I'm gonna say it's be the be, last man standing for sure look i would say it'll be me first mike jason that's a coin flip Wow. <laughs> I got to say, this conversation makes me feel weird. I think it makes me feel. I'm first. I know, but you I mean, you up. put yourself there. Look, mm. the facts are the facts. No, it'll be Pat's show at that point. Yeah. The one horseman. Prove it all, horseman. <laughs> Prove, yes. No, I hope all of us are here in 2032. So we can welcome Z-Man back we, we to the show. We can welcome Zach back to the show. <laughs> Uh-huh. A nine-year ban. I will allow. He can make his case. Not tonight. He can plead his case on the show in an upcoming episode. <laughs> I'm seeing in the chat, is Wally banned? That's a great question. Yeah, yes, man. Wally is banned also. <laughs> Wally is banned for 10 years. What about Walter? <laughs> Walter? No, Walter... Has a clear path to the show. Is Penny banned? No, Penny is not banned. Zach's daughter is not banned. But oh, what, I see where this is going to go. But what if Z-Man <laughs> chimes in on a Penny call? Does that add a year then to Penny his... Then Penny is banned. Uh, his, then okay. Penny, Penny will be banned. So uh-huh. Walter, this rogue Wally Wacky Man who calls in, is the only one who's got a clear path on the show. Everybody else is on thin ice at best. <laughs> so... Now, this topic tonight, the movies, 25 best movies, 25 worst movies. Any any thoughts? Any thoughts? I thought maybe it would be a good idea to be purposely ambiguous oh. to create an uproar uh, with people. Well, wait a second. Do they, do they mean that's a, a great movie or a bad movie? So, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of recent Oscar winners that are real clunkers. Yeah. You know, and it's like, like what? yeah, what's people a, what's see that clunk- on the list. What's an Oscar? Curious. What's like, an Oscar clunker for you? Oh, I don't know. What was the the one about the La La Land airline? No, <laughs> No Man Land was pretty bad. The airline uh, airport seventy five. No, 
Catch me if you ben, can. Ben Affleck. Uh, Argo. Argo. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> the black and white movie. The artist. Yeah, there's so many lately. A, they should do the Argo test. Team up, get a black and white silent version of Argo. Um, yes, I like this, Mike. You want it like let's let the thing evolve and change and let's let it reveal itself. Uh-huh. Kind of as we go down, as we take calls and people propose uh ideas and stuff. Uh um, yeah, maybe maybe you be the arbiter, Tom. Yes. Like somebody will just say a movie. Mm-hmm. And then you say whether it's the best or the worst That's or right. That's, so on. Yeah. And That's... I will be monitoring the chat and the Twitter tonight. So mm-hmm. if you have any suggestions that you can't get through, put it in there and I will chime in. Okay. So that's great. Anybody over on the chat, throw your uh, suggestions up, and Jason's tracking them, and they will yeah. get uh, discussed. Like, we have two for worst. Uh, Green Book was uh, named for a worst one. Okay. That could be a recent clunker, according to AP Mike. Green Book, Mike. Birdman. 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 I'm seeing a lot of people saying Birdman. Impractical Jokers, the movie has been suggested. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I might... That one might break the way other people don't think it's going to break. But I also think that there are movies that that are easily on both. And I think the number one movie on. Do you want my number one, Tom? I don't. Not yet. Okay. All right. (laughs) Not yet. I'm going to say. I got my number one and number two. Okay. Horseman. Oh, God. Stand down and stand by. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) All right. Let's. The joy Mike takes from that. He gets us joy from that. And I'm sorry about the band, uh, Zach. It's the law is the law, and that's best show law. Um, let me see what I got to talk about here. Hold on. Um... Let's do this. I got to just check a couple things. Oh, this is what I'm like. Can we pull the Patreon uh, up on the screen, please? And I can read uh, what's what with it. Because, you know, this is how the best show does it. Let's give you a little bit of context. In the world of podcasting, advertising, not good. It's gone, basically. The advertising is gone. And it's not a forever dog thing. It's not a best show thing. It's gone. Bad economy. That's the first thing that goes, man. Podcast networks are going out of business. They're going, podcast networks are going under. Places are clean in house with everybody. We're trying to hold on and keep doing the show we want and keep growing the show the way we are. And we are growing it. Patreon is how you support the best show. And it's patreon.com slash the best show. Now, here's what we do for you. You support the show over there. Every Sunday, a new piece of entertainment bonus content goes up on the Patreon. There's Sharply and Worcester Q&A. That's the S&W Q&A. That's me and John Worcester talking, uh, answering your questions. One of the most fun things I've ever done. There's Ahoy, which is me and... Harry Walliner, who's the brother of the band uh, Z-Man, 
That's uh, we have another. Uh, that's our f- that's our fish sandwich review show that we're we've been doing, and that'll go up. Uh, there's a new one of those coming up, and then we have, of course, Four Horsemen, which is the show. It's like a, basically an extra episode of the best show, where it's me and Jason and Mike and Pat, and we do talk about things. It's great. Then there's Make Mike Marvel, which is Mike's marvel review show where he goes through each and every marvel movie he don't like these movies he's watching all of them for you and this upcoming episode is captain america the winter soldier that he's going to go through so there's all of these things and they each go up every sunday a new episode of something goes up every sunday rubenesque which is where we go through every rick rubin album oh this is the worst thing i've ever been involved in even know what it's like. What am I going to say? You you go listen to a record called Red Hot Chili Peppers Rare Remixes and Live. A 3D set, a 3 CD set. Rare it was live rare remixes. Oh, and the remixes it was uh what song was it again? Over and over. Yikes, it was bad news, Jack. Bad news. But this is what we do. We do this and you get to listen to us suffer. You go to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show. Um, and you help us out. $5 gets you the audio. $10 gets you the video. I can't think of a more uh, simple uh, arrangement than that. So help out, go to the Patreon, keep the best show alive. Also, best show t-shirts coming soon. Stay tuned. We're going to have uh, two different ones. The the best show logo and the West show logo. We're figuring it out. Pre-orders coming soon. We're going to do a limited run, limited run. So get ready. Don't sleep on that, uh, biz, my friends, my friends. Remember when John McCain said that? He said, my friends. And he was like, and this one, he wants to raise your taxes. Drove me nuts. This John McCain. That's all I got to say about that. Like his daughter, though, she's cool. Um, Let me think what I got to do now. We talked about the shirts. We talked about the Patreon. We talked about uh, the topic tonight. Let's see what's on the list here. Bama Bama Rush. I'm not going to talk about that yet. I'm not ready to talk about the movie, the documentary Bama Rush about the University of Alabama's rush season. Um, I do want to announce... We will be doing a Christian faith and family night on the best show very soon uh, to honor God and the rest of, and, his, uh, and his crew, uh, his entourage, some would call it. Is that what it is? Did you call it? Like God's entourage? So there's going to be, because the Dodgers are doing a Christian faith and family night, so the best show is going to do one too. More to come about that. That's not going to happen. That's a joke. Um, 
Let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones, and then we'll get started with the topic. We'll have Jake Vogelness. We'll have Molly Lambert. It's going to be a full show. You're not going to believe the value you get tonight. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. But on the phones, we got hot phones, we got busy phones, and let's do it to it. Hello, best show. Hello, best show. What's up, Tom? Rick here in Shoebridge. Shoebridge. Have you ever been here? Uh, I've been through. Yeah, I've been through. How's it going I've tonight? Stop. That... What's well, that? Good. You know, I, I thought everyone. I thought everybody in the Quint Cities had come to pay their respects to uh, John Quincy Adams' petrified tether ball shoes, but it sounds like you, you maybe haven't stopped. To do that. I, I should probably carve out a little more time. Yeah, yeah. Make a whole day of it. I'll, I'll hang out with you. Cool. And you said Rick? Oh, yeah, yeah. How are you tonight, Rick? I'm good. Uh, big night of TV Sunday night. Did you uh, partake? I did not. I'm behind on on both both shows. Ooh. Okay, so you didn't see the finale of, of Succession. I did not. Oh, this isn't giving away too much, but I, I really can't believe the whole show turned out to be the dream of the boy from the Home Alone films. Kind of a cheap out, I think. That's a little bit of a cop out, and that's a bummer. I, now I'm in less of a rush to check it out, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, if, if you're in less of a rush now, I'll, I'll, I'll tell just a, a, a hair more. Basically... Uh, when he slapped his face, remember that in the movie, like, like that that uh, oh no face where he slaps his face after he puts on the what is it like uh, like shaving like, aftershave like aftershave yeah 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 so he goes into this deep coma apparently like a, a deep dream and basically he's dreaming he he's his own younger brother so it's it's pretty weird that's a it's very surreal for a show that seemed kind of matter of fact. Yes, yeah, just about like the nuts and bolts of, of you know, high, uh, you know, business and stuff and, and the cutthroatness of that and just to have that, have it end like that was, was, was crazy. And, uh, you know, Barry also had its great series finale. That, that I, don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it. I won't, I won't, but I will say this. I was, I was hoping they would have tied together the two finales, like maybe Kendall Roy pitches some sort of cool investment opportunity to NoHo Hank. Uh-huh. You thought that's right. how it could have ended? I could see. Did well, you remember back when we were? Yeah. Go ahead. Go no. Go ahead. So, go ahead, Rick. 
Rick, floor is no, yours, I, Rick. I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, remember when we were kids and they'd have cross pollination of TV, like Mork from Ork was on Happy Days, or Cheryl Ladd was on that really funny show, The San Pedro Beach Bombs. Remember that? I do, and I it used to be fun when suddenly you'd meet a character, and yeah. then next thing you knew, they had their own show. Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, well, I, yeah, Lenny and Squiggy came out of that, and and uh, Wait, who, there was who, another one that came out of that. Who came out of that? Didn't Lenny and Squiggy come out out of Laverne and Shirley? Did you say Lenny? Not out of them, like. Wait, what? What's the first? I know. I heard Lenny you say Squiggy. Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah. yeah. What do you think I said? I thought you said Remy and Squiggy. I wish. That would be a cool, a cool name for a duo. Remy and Squiggy. Like he's Ita- he, he's, yeah, Remy's Italian, maybe. Like the big hey, ragu. Hey, Squiggy, what? Yeah, hey, Squiggy, what are you doing, Squiggy? So, so he's like, he has like a very thick, pronounced Italian accent. Yeah. Remy. Yeah, he's like he went to he went to the Steve Albini school of uh, of fake Italian. <laughs> That's going deep. Hey, um, you know, there's one cross poll that most people don't know about. What is that, Rick? Well, it only aired once, and I know you're gonna, you're not gonna believe this ever happened. And I've gotten in at least four screaming matches with uh, Cliff Nesteroff about it. But um, the the story goes that in 1981, Sanford the NBC show that was the spinoff of the, the hit program Sanford and Son, what was really tanking, basically DeMond, uh, what's his name? DeMond Wilson, who played Fred's son, Lamont. Lamont, that was yes. his name, right? Lamont, yes. 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 So, so the actor who played him, DeMond Wilson, didn't want to come back. So he's not playing his role. And they got this, they, they had this idea to have like a, a good old boy from Texas kind of be the foil and his, his name was Cal. And so the show was just not doing well. And NBC was trying to figure out how to give the show Sanford a, a boost since it was moved to its Friday night death slot. Mm-hmm. And someone, someone had the great idea to have Fred Sanford pay a visit to the Ingalls family on Little House on the Prairie. Well, that just doesn't track timeline wise, does it? I know, I know. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's crazy. And every trace of this episode, which was called, um, I think it's called This is the Big One, Grace Edwards. Grace Edwards, I think, was some secondary character towards the final two seasons, maybe. And basically, Fred Sanford tries to court her in this episode. Uh, and in the process of that, she rebuffs him. He he does that that um, fake heart attack thing during the Walnut Grove Fourth of July parade. And in the process of doing the fake heart attack, then he knocks over a kerosene lamp, which starts this chain reaction inferno through the town, just like everything going up in flames. I can't imagine what the budget was for this thing. Um, yeah, so unbelievable. The it's nuts. The, the courthouse is in the path of the fire, and Fred and Charles, who was, of course, Michael Landon's uh, character, they 
run into the courthouse to rescue this wheelchair-bound court clerk who couldn't get out. And uh, by now, the courthouse is blazing, and everyone's crying and screaming because they know these three people are probably dead, right? Mm-hmm. So miraculously, Michael Landon and Fred uh, the Red Fox come spiraling out of the burning courthouse, pushing this wheelchair that contains a still living but really charred court clerk. Okay. That's a little intense for Tom, Yeah, Tom, the um the clerk was said to to have looked like David Cross's character in that Titanica sketch on Mr. Show. Oh no, that's gr- that? that was gruesome. Like a like a piece of hamburger with four hot dogs for limbs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just so intense. My, my understanding is people on the East Coast, which is where the episode aired before NBC pulled it from the Pacific Coast uh, broadcast, they destroyed all the tapes and people were apparently puking out of windows. It was so disgusting. Really? Yes, isn't that nuts? That's really wild. And that was the final episode of Sanford. Uh, no, he had more episodes. I, I think he had like like six more episodes. It was never addressed. They never explained how Fred <laughs> time traveled back to the 1800s. Yes. Um, it, it, in the episode, he, he was executed by a firing squad for the fire. And, and his final words just before he, he expired were, I'm coming to join you, Elizabeth. And then he looks directly into the camera and says, and I hope you will join me Friday nights at 830. And you can tell he's really mad about the time slot. <laughs> oh, that oh wild? Rick, that is a crazy story. I thought I knew a lot about television. It, it, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. One for the, one for the record books. Um, Hey, so I have, I didn't know it was best and worst films on the topic, so I only have a best film. Okay, what is that? Exorcist 3. Well, what is it? Exorcist 3. Exorcist 3. Yeah, hear me out. It has the scariest scene in film history and also one of the funniest lines in film history. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what the scariest one is because if you don't know it's coming you will literally die. Literally, I will literally die. Literally. I have it on good proof that everyone who's seen that movie died, even if it was just for like a half moment. It's so scary. Well, how are you talking to me then? I, oh, I came back. I didn't die for that long. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so tell me about this the scene, funniest please. Line, I'm not going to tell you about the scene. It's too, it's too scary. No, tell but me the, the funny, funny tell the me funny the funny line, line then. Okay. George C. Scott is, is, is the detective in it. And he goes to visit his friend who's a priest. And the priest is in the hospital. He's had a heart attack or something. And he's smoking a cigarette in, in his hospital bed. And George C. Scott reprimands him for that and says, you shouldn't be smoking. And the priest looks at the cigarette and sighs and goes, they're quiet. Like cigarettes are quiet; they don't make a, a sound, but they do kind of kill you. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny, right? I no, laugh that, like 
like heck when I heard it. Well, I, it, might be, it must be one of those ones in the flow of the movie. It's hilarious. Might not might be. be a standalone right. uh, clip. Yeah. But most important, it's the film that brought the world the, the term exsanguination. Brought it to national uh, consciousness. It really did put that in the, it was, it became more of a, 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 a national discussion. It did. It did. Yes. Uh, hey, I was listening to this podcast the other day and the topic was voices of very famous people who lived before the advent of audio recording. It's something you don't really think about, right? Like that's, what famous people's voices were like. That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, it, it, it turns out Lincoln had a higher voice than you would think. Like it was uh, four score and seven years ago. Like it was that. It was kind of that that high, almost like John Anderson um, from Yes, Yes, not the country singer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the crazy one is Rudolph Valentino, the the romantic actor who everyone was in love with. Remember that? Oh yes, yes. Well, his voice was said to sound remarkably like Curly from the Three Stooges, right down to the nyuk, nyuk, nyuk. Really? Rudolph Valentino, the romantic icon? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, his voice was, you know, like, like yeah, like, or however Curly talk. I, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Nyuk, 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 like that. And apparently, it was so grating, his female co-stars requested he pretend to speak on the set, like, not even make sounds and Mm -hmm. um the the joke in the silent film community was that valentino's voice was so unsexy they called him the camel the camel yeah okay why why the camel um and well they called him that because uh how to say this um his voice caused desert-like conditions in the bathing suit areas of, of those female coasts. Oh, okay. Sure, but, sure. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, sadly, I, I can identify with um, that. Um, Tom, please don't ask me to recount my boudoir woes, please. I, I will not ask you anything about your boudoir woes. All right, but, well, but you can tell you know, me Tom, why. Might, why? It, now I'm a little curious. Why? What's right. going on? Yeah, I know. I thought you might be. Um, in in my younger years, I was the drummer in, in a band called Flavonoid Four Thousand. You you probably heard of us. We had a, a record on Zero Hour. Mm, Zero Hour, a great label. Yeah, yeah, and we toured with um, Filter and Mary's Danish, the Nieces bands like that, and. Um, after Smashing Orange, we were the biggest band in Delaware at that time, which was pretty cool. You're really running things in Delaware. I guess it's... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, fast forward a couple decades, and after the sad news of Taylor Hawkins passing, I uh, I sat my wife and kids down in our living room, and I said, um, if all goes to plan, everybody... Um, Daddy's going to be the new drummer for the Foo Fighters, so we better just, uh, you know, start start preparing for that. It's going to be a lot of um, upheaval. We're going to have to move west, and you know, a lot of other changes. And um, so, a- after I, I laid that out, um, my wife and kids just sat there in, in, in stunned silence, and and my wife um, 
really started cackling. And then she got up and she went into the other room. And um, later that night, she said that the thought of me assuming I had any shot of joining a band of that stature after not playing the drums professionally for 20 years made me even less attractive to her than um, a bucket list thing. Um, please don't ask me to explain what the bucket list I, I is. I have. Now I gotta know. I just gotta know. Why? Well, Why? You, you, you can't. You can't tease me like that, Rick. Well, one one day at dinner, my wife asked me what was on my bucket list, and I, I told her that I I need a couple hours to think about it, but I I'd have a list for her um, that night. So. Later that evening, we were in bed, and I, I, I took out my laptop, and, and I showed her my bucket list. And she looked at it, and she quietly rolled over, shut out the light, and went to sleep without saying a word. And um, um, the, um, the bucket list I showed her was a literal list of, of 10 buckets I found online that seemed to be of, of the highest quality. So you didn't. You didn't know what a bucket list was? No, I thought she wanted me to pick my top ten actual buckets. Wow, that's... Yeah, I can see why you didn't want to share that. You didn't want to share that with me, Rick. Yeah, I I really don't like when my wife talks down to me. Like, sometimes... Sometimes she treats me like Steve Roman's wife on, on SCTV. Remember him? Yes. Steve um, Roman, he, yeah. He's on that show Star Yeah, he's on that show Stars in One with Brock Linehan. And um he says that his he, he was married for seven months to this really famous actress and she'd humiliate him by making him spell in front of his friends. I remember that. Yeah. Steve Roman was yeah. a it was a good it was a big movie star. He's a good he's a good athlete. I th- you know, I think he uh he was a good he he, he was good in the films too, like hey you you want a cab? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was he yeah uh, he had his limitations as an actor, but he seemed like a good enough sort. He did, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, the joke's going to be on my wife when Mister Pushup start playing shows in uh, in three weeks. So I'll be eating some crow. Now, who is Mister Pushups? Mister Pushups, that's my band. Your band is called Mr. Push-Ups. Yeah, we are a Stripes tribute band. Do you know the film? The movie Stripes? Yeah, I do know the movie Stripes. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you're great. you'll love us. All all our all our songs are Stripes themed. You do all of the songs that your band does are Stripe uh, like based around the movie, the Bill Murray movie Stripes. We come out on stage to that, dun, 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 yeah, that whatever is that, is that Aaron Copeland who did that, or is it is that Johnny Williams? I can call him Johnny, right? Yeah, sure, you can call him Johnny Williams. I'll allow it. Yeah. Anyway, so so we come on to the strife theme, and uh, and we're dressed in boots and fatigues and the caps, and we sound like a, a cross between that power pop band, the Lemon Twigs, who everyone's cracking themselves over, and Rage Against the Machine. If Tom Morello held his guitar even higher if you can imagine that that would block his face i know yeah he'd yeah. be tasting his guitar 
it's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's like that guy in the, that other band that someone was just talking about like a, a week or so ago. OCs. Uh, I, I, I think you'll, yes, yes. I, I think you'll, you'll like us. I've got a song list here. Um, we have some pretty good songs, I, th- I think. You want to hear, hear, hear like a, just a couple titles? Yeah, just give me a couple. Sure. Um, Welcome to Italy. Uh, That's the Fact Jack. Cruiser. My God, I wish I was a loofah. Gutless Punk. Lighten Up Francis. As well as a lot of pizzas. Chicks in New York paying top dollars for this garbage. Okay, hot shot. We're going to see what kind of soldier you are. I think this run should be postponed until this platoon is better rested. The answer, Mima treatment. That, that's an instrumental. Um, you hit me and I'm a girl. Army training, sir. Uh, in memory of Tito Puente. You don't say sir to me. I work for a living. Uh, blown up, sir. Hey, Eisenhower, how? Lost my wallet here. <clears throat> um, it, it, it's called Hey Eisenhower, how's it going? Um, mm-hmm. You can't. We have a, ba- a ballad called "You Can't Go." All the plants will die. Um, we're one and uh, we're ten and one. That's kind of a punk song. Um, these are thirty-four and they're loose. What's that um, now? What's it's, that? Called, it's called "These Are These Are Thirty-Four and They're Loose." <laughs> you're right there. I know. Are you getting choked up? You sound a little like you're it's about to cry. I am. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's it's been so long since we played a show that I'm getting very very sentimental. I'm very emotional. So um, we have another song called uh, "Should Call Him the Dork." Uh, we have another instrumental called "Oh My God, My Mama," and uh, we have a song called "You Mean Like Flaming." Um, so I, I think you'll like it. Um, it's a lot of songs, right? Well, they're really short. We're, okay, we're like the DRI of, of of power pop. Sure. Okay. Well, that sounds intriguing. Yeah, but we're really excited because we're playing at Los Amigos in a few weeks. How cool is that? That's very cool. Well, I wish my wife thought it was cool. It's small potatoes to her because she's a big shot. Because she, she's a what? She's a big shot. Your wife is a big shot. How so? On the QT, uh, my wife is local news anchor. Raven De Jesus. Raven De Jesus is your wife. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I well, I still watch the I still watch the broadcasts online because I'm not there to see locally, but I do watch. She was always like nobody has a better handle on the Quin Cities than Raven. That was like her the the slogan they played in the promos. <laughs> what? Look, look, I, I've had a few adult beverages, all right? Um, look, you didn't hear from me, but that's not her real name. Raven De Jesus is not her real name? No. No. Well, what is it? Yeah. Well, her, her real name is Edith Dorfmortner. Edith Dorfmortner. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard a less sexy name than that? Um, I mean, Veldenum is is not a particularly great one. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And 
her her middle name is Avon, which begins with a Y. So if you if you know, if she has one of those names that sounds like a weird question, Edith, why Dorfmortner? Sure, like you're you know? like a there's a question in there, Edith, comma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, I adore her. Okay, but let's just say she's a little high maintenance. I brought home the wrong kind of chart the other day, and she almost decapitated me. You brought the wrong kind of what home now? Chard. Chard. Have you ever heard of this thing? There's like, there's regular chard and there's Swiss, Swiss chard. There's Swiss chard. Like, yes. sort of like ve- what is it? It's like a, oh, it's like a green you know, vegetable, like a, like a very dark green vegetable. If I want vegetables, I'll go to chopped and get a salad or something. Right. Okay, that's 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 your deal. Okay, all right, all right. Look, I, I don't want I don't want to dwell on the, on the negative right now. Have you seen that movie, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, ever? Yes, I have. You know, kids kids go and they yell things with the movie, and they and they throw toilet paper and rice and stuff like that. It's pretty fun, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Saturday night, I went to a midnight screening at the Eastbridge Unoplex, which is a weird name for a single theater. Yeah, I don't know why you'd have to call it any kind of plex if you only have one. I know. I know. It's, it's crazy. But so they had a midnight screening of Goodfellas, and they did to Goodfellas what they do to Rocky Horror. Isn't that insane? That's weird. I did not know that that was happening. I didn't either. So basically it, it's people acting it out. They, they had actors come on and like act while the movie was playing and people in the audience were yelling stuff. It was so much fun. And it was a little terrifying too. How was it terrifying? Well, like some of the fun stuff was like when Henry's wife would appear on screen, everyone would yell, Karen! Mm-hmm. And another scene when De Niro hears that um, Tommy's been been whacked. Yes, and, and, and he he goes he goes nuts in the phone booth, right? Yep. They bring out a fully functioning vintage phone booth, and the guy that played De Niro smashed the hell out of it in the theater while the movie's going. They, yes, yes, and everyone right before he smashed it, everyone in the theater yells out. He's gone, and there wasn't anything we could do about it. Wow. Oh, man, it was heavy. That is, that's intense. Yeah. yeah, and then every time Maury's wife appears, the audience yells slut, which seemed weird because it's Janice Rossi, Henry's side piece, who probably fits that better. Mm. No offense to her. No, right? I don't like any of this. This is not. No, I don't either. No. How, that, that scene where Scorsese's mom is in the kitchen, remember that? Yep. Yeah. Remember, it has that iconic line, I love you, Ma, I want to be with you. <laughs> That's a Joe Pesci's line. Yes, yeah. So when that scene's happening, they brought out a full-size motorboat with an older guy and these two dogs in it. And they just kind of sat there while the scene happened. Like the painting. Yes, yes. It's nuts. That's very, and then, that's that's a big move. Yeah, yeah. 
And everyone started coughing when Agent McDonald says, well, if he's legitimately bronchial, we'll consider it. Oh, everyone's just coughing. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. That's more of a deeper, that's that's more of a deeper cut. So deep. It it is. But I've also heard there's a rock band called Legitimately Bronchial. Is that true? Somebody from Legitimately Bronchial called a few weeks ago. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, my God. I got to see him. I heard it's great. Um, And you know when... When they discover Frank Carbone hanging by a meat hook in that truck, remember? Yes. And it's, he's in the ice. Yep. Well, apparently it's an aud- it's an audible. The audience will either sing "Ice Ice Baby" or the Descendants' "Deep Cut Ice Man." And it just is like a in the moment kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Whatever the vibes like. Mm-hmm. Then everyone puts on a wig when Maury's on screen. This sounds like a lot of fun. Well, here's where it's not fun. I saved the best for last, the worst for last. What is it? Speaking of Maury, just before the scene where he, you know, he gets garroted in, in the in the car when they're on their way to the diner. Mm-hmm. Well, first everyone throws Danish at the screen because he asks, you know, do they serve Danish there? Yeah, and so everyone throws their Danish. And then somehow they pick one guy in the audience who has no idea what's going on. And the guy who plays Tommy comes up behind him in his movie seat and, and like mock chokes him with a piano wire. Oh, that's a, that's a little rough if you're, especially if you're not ready for it. Fake blood spraying. Oh my God. It was sick, Tom. Yeah. I'm not a, not a fan of that. No, no. Oh, man. You know what else I'm not a fan of? What's that? I'm pretty PO'd that the Hollywood vampires called off this tour because Johnny Depp is hurt or something. Have you heard this? I heard that the dates were were getting canceled. Yeah. You're bummed about that? Isn't there another? Well, well, I want to see them. I just can't. I can't believe there's not another super famous actor who can play adequate rhythm guitar out there who can wear a funky hat and mm-hmm. yeah play. that's that's a that's a pretty tall order there rick i know i know yeah so just something i'm, I'm upset about you know um oh no wait what what what's wrong now rick oh no what is it what is it Oh my God! What? Well, well, look, I I guess what they say about the best show being the favorite podcast of the Quint City's second highest rated news anchor is true. Oh, no, why is that? What's going on? Tom, it's Raven. She must have heard me trashing her unmerciful a few minutes ago. Hmm. You know how how in classic films there there's an antagonist who stands like kind of just maybe. 20 yards away, like in someone's yard, and they're trying to uh, intimidate the hero. God, I love when people talk about the hero's journey. I want to inject that into my veins. Oh, I love it. Anyway, um, Mm. you know how, like, there's a villain out there on the lawn, and and they're slapping a bottle or a club into their other hand? Yep, yep. Like like they're implying a beating? Well, I... I, I'm watching Raven do just that with her 2018 Quinn Cities News Person of the Year statuette. Oh, man. 
He's outside my man cave right now. Outside your man cave? Oh no! Yeah, I'm watching it on on my on my security camera. Oh, Rick. I, I've only got a, I've only got enough food in here to last me like two more days. Man. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Oh man, the statuette is really sharp too. It's in the shape of a giant ninja throwing star. That's a very strange award. I I think it is a throwing star. I I once sliced my hand on it while I was dusting. Yeah, Raven makes me keep a tidy house. Well, there's nothing wrong with sharing or what? Okay, what's wrong? No, but now she wants to me to share my blood with her. Oh no, Rick. <laughs> I know. Look, I know you got a busy night, busy phones ahead of you, but please remember me in your thoughts tonight while I'm bleeding out. Uh, I I will. I hope it doesn't come to that, but. Okay. Are you going to be all right, buddy? Yeah, I have one more request. What's that? Can you ask Jake Fogelnest how many copies of the Times Square soundtrack were printed up on eight? When when we get to that, I will ask. I will ask him about how many copies of the Times Square soundtrack were were how many copies of the eight track they manufactured. Rick? Oh, he's gone. Oh, boy. Wow. What do we think about that, everybody? It's the best show here. I hope Rick's okay. Now, everybody, let me tell you a couple things. First of all, Bama Rush. We'll talk about that next week. It's a documentary about the University of Alabama uh, sorority rush season. You might see my uh, blurb for it. Rush to your television to watch Bama Rush on the poster um we are going to do in a couple weeks best show christian faith and family night we'll get into that um david byrne got david byrne he's mad because they won't let him play his ipod on broadway and i'm just going to say this david byrne wrong time to start messing with union stuff wrong time buddy Read the room. Maybe go get some musicians. A lot of people not loving anti-union stuff right now, David Byrne. Maybe not the time to start arguing about how not hiring people is the way to go for your show that you want to bring your iPod on stage. And then finally, of course, the writer strike is going on, and I saw... I did not read it closely. I saw that apparently people were picketing the cast of Ted Lasso, and I don't think that's – look, it might not be a show for you, but you don't have to literally 
Oh, they were on the picket line, the cast of Ted Lasso. I got that wrong. They, I thought people were picketing Ted Lasso. Look, if I was working on Ted Lasso, first thing, this guy, he's a, what is he, a basketball coach or something? And then he's coaching a soccer team. Just make him a bad soccer coach in America. Nobody on earth would hire a basketball coach to coach a soccer team anywhere. I don't like it. Back, open the room back up, Sudeikis. Back to the drawing board. He's so positive, this Ted Lasso. He's always saying, like, I like cookies. And things like that. You know, it's nothing better than a hot Toll House cookie. Here, try one. And he offers the Toll House cookie. And then the basketball center of the team, he's like, mm, that's a good cookie, Ted. In conclusion, not a big Ted Lasso fan. David Byrne, tighten it up, Chief. You're about to get a world of hurt. And you'll be living in that big suit when these people are done with you. And also, Remain in Light. That's a provably a bad album. Sorry, everybody. It's the opposite of funk. It just is. Trust me. But I welcome to the show. We have a topic, which is going to be a list we're going to do tonight. We have an old friend and a new friend. I want to welcome to the show... My new friend first, Molly Lambert. How are you, Molly? New friends first. New friends first. How are you tonight? I'm terrific. I'm very excited. This is so great that you're here. I'm such a huge fan of yours. I, and I yours. And That's excited funny. to get jumped into the best show. That's the nicest thing anybody ever said. Thank you so much. And of course, our old friend, Jake Fogelnest, how are you, Jake? Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, how are things going? They're great. I'm excited to uh, meet Molly in person for the first time. I, I, I feel like we've yeah. Jake and I have been internet friends forever. Yeah, and I mean, that was like a fun thing. We to have do. like identical interests. Yeah, like I, I also want to know about the eight tracks. Yeah, the Times Square well, soundtrack. I know there's at least one. Okay, I have it <laughs> you have in my it, home. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> along with all the other RSO uh, soundtrack albums. Sure, Sergeant Pepper. Yeah, Sergeant Pepper. Um, but I, I, I can't The others. Say, yes, there's Sergeant Pepper, Grease, uh, Saturday Night Fever, mm -hmm. yes. Grease 2, uh, and, and then We're Times gonna Square. roll tonight. Yep, we're, yeah, that's... I was thinking I could, I think I could successfully predict Jake's picks. I, yeah, for I all probably, 25 top movies. Well, I, I, I had to take... Yeah. My own nonsense out of the yeah, equation because about... I, I take the topic very seriously. Sure, it's a very serious list. I also know we're not joking around with this list. That's right. We have to take subjectivity out of it. This is about the objective. It's about art. Yeah. About the mm -hmm. celebration and ranking of art. Now, it's the top 25 best movies and the top 25 worst movies. There's an interesting point on the list. When you start to get lower on the best movie list, you start to go to the top of the worst list. 
Like there should be certain movies that you're not sure which list they should be yeah, on. Yeah, that there's a there's something at 26 and yeah. something at, at uh, 51. This is going to work out great for me because I think I've seen 50 movies. There you go. So that'll do it. Yes. 50, beginning to end, 50? Just 50 total. Okay. I feel like I'm going to start it off big and say this movie straddles both lists. It felt like if there's a if there's a spot between the twenty five, you just named it, Greece. Right, Greece yeah. is one of the best movies. Super fun, and it's definitely one of the worst movies. Greece is incredible. It's it's here. Here's what I'll say. I like Greece two better, but that's just my personal. Right, get opinion. him out of here. Okay. Get Jake. But Greece. Escort him. Are you guys watching Rise of the Pink Ladies, the extended no. uh, Greece universe? I, I, I turned it on for five minutes, and I I was like, I couldn't get anyone to uh, even entertain a conversation with me about uh-huh. working on this show. Just okay. even a, so, I was just uh, uh, I turned it on for five minutes, and uh-huh. I, and uh-huh. and they had crazy restrictions. They were like, mm-hmm. it has to take place in the fifties. Um, and the thing about Greece, the the movie, in addition to all the actors being thirty years old, yeah, is that you know you're being kind by saying thirty. Yeah, they go to you. They go the one the one guy who goes, but does she have a friend? That guy's <laughs> late forties at the youngest. How old was Eddie Deason? Yeah, like he. I, I know he's gotten older through the years, but yes. he, it's actually the same high school as Euphoria. They just. Uh, the 35 year old high school is it it's that's where they film it no just you know oh you mean you're just saying in the in the, the universe yeah. oh, wow. okay the, yeah i see because rydell high we it doesn't address any any of the issues that would be going on in the 50s no like um say rizzo was actually pregnant that would yes. have been a real situation and, yes and and it's a segregated school of course it is. Yeah, it's, it's all white people in this movie. It is. But it's fun. It's there, a, well, there's some of them are Italian and some of them are Polish. And this creates the friction yes, between yes. the... Danny Zucco. Have you guys ever seen Grease, the original musical? I, I saw I it on not. Broadway. I've yeah. never seen it, but I've heard it is like more even dirtier. Yeah, it's 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 raunchy. I think especially for its its time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's I something saw. deeply horny about it that is both very off putting and yeah. also what makes it art. I watched it after Olivia Newton John died. Mm-hmm. I felt Wait, compelled what? to watch it again, again. Okay. Well, I, I I truly was just like the thing about this movie that makes it good is like. They have such insane chemistry in it. Her and John Travolta yes. are both so hot and they have such incredible chemistry in the movie. And that's what money can't buy mm-hmm. is like they, they have sexual chemistry. Where do you they stand do. on two of a kind? The oh. other John Travolta. <laughs> Lily Tom. Uh, no, that's a uh, that's moment, by moment, moment, moment by moment. Which is also two of a kind is they follow up to, of course, the Lily New and John follow up. Yes. It's 1983 where they they um, are. They play uh, bad people. Um, they're not. They're not likable characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think angels are watching over them. And and the only thing I remember about it is that John Travolta um, invented edible sunglasses, and and it just was a huge <laughs> bomb. Sounds like an eighties movie. It, it, it's an exceptionally eighties movie. Um, they tried to recapture the magic. 
that they had on screen with Greece, but it, it did not work. Well, if there's one thing I love, it's when people try to recapture the magic and fail. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Just rather than create new magic, let's recapture some magic. Everybody knows how easy it is to recapture things once they've escaped. <laughs> That's what reboot culture is all about. Yeah. Magic is, is for sale. But Grease, Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies is like IP at, at its worst. Like it was it, it was inevitable because mm-hmm. Paramount Plus, they're they're going to make a Grease series. And, mm-hmm. and they were like, I would have done. This is what I would have done. Yes. Go, go later 60s or into mm-hmm. the 70s. Don't yeah. try to... Do it in the. In Do you the think 50s. a proverbial Greece three would have addressed the Vietnam War and such things? I that that's what I think would have happened. It's American yeah. graffiti, I guess. Yeah, so it's yeah. more American graffiti. More, it's American, more graffiti. American graffiti. Yeah. The number one movie on this list. No, I saw this new Indiana Jones movie. I got to see it. Oof. Is it fun? It ends in 1978. He's at CB's. Huh. Suicide is playing. Alan Vega's like <laughs> Alan Vega <laughs> throwing a chain on yeah. the stage. It ends with him whipping. Yeah, he does his whip. whip. <laughs> he whips Martin Rev. <laughs> um, How high is he getting that whip yeah. up these days? Also, <laughs> is he? I guess it whips like a lower, like because he used to go like. I think the whip is probably. Shorter now. I think it makes sense because Harrison Ford invented no wave acting. <laughs> yes, that he would be in CB at CB. Yeah. Yes. Did you the new Indiana Jones though? Is it yeah. is it? And snakes come out of the toilet, the men's room in CBGBs, and they and they, it's like I hate snakes. <laughs> and uh, Legs McNeil, uh, <laughs> yeah. Legs McNeil is the name. Yes, Lou Reed. Um, yeah, it's not how Shows I thought up. that Indiana no. Jones was going to go. It's pretty exciting that they went all the way to the late seventies. And Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh, plays. Uh, does she play Debbie Harry? She does. That's good. She does. Good, good, and, good. Uh, it's uh, what's the drummer's name again? Chris Stein. No, he's a guitarist. Oh, uh, <laughs> Elvis <laughs> Ramon. Clem no. Clemberk. Clemberk. Yeah. yeah, he's in it too. <laughs> As himself. He, he melts. <laughs> Clint Burke melts like he's, like, he's like, throw me the whip. He's like, give me the idol. I'll give you the whip. And he's like, forward is, he's very, very low. Yeah. It's like a, like an old that man. Whip. He's like, I, he's whipping people's ankles in this mm-hmm. new movie. It's a backdoor reboot of Vinyl, my favorite HBO show. Vinyl wow. was fun. It introduced a new drug that was clearly not ever on this planet because when he was doing whatever that drug was, he'd be like, oh. how did I, super coke? You mean? How yeah, did so many people coke. that yeah. did so much cocaine yeah. forget what the effects of cocaine? You guys, were it's like. a yeah. visual flourish to convey yes. what it feels like to do so much cocaine. That show's core mistake was being about a record executive. You you didn't think it was fun to see uh, Ray Romano be like, hey, David Bowie, how's it going? I thought Uh, it was great. And I thought it was incredible when David Bowie reappeared in Indiana Jones Mm -hmm. 4 or 5. I don't remember which one it is now. As in his Nazi garb, Mm -hmm. he appears. He's in it. He's in his His uh, Nazi chic era. With Lou Reed and and Indiana Jones is very confused by that because I thought I killed you back in. <laughs> yes. You're back again. 
I hate Nazis. I just want to say this. If I had one one hundred thousandth of the money that Harrison Ford has, I would never come near working again. What is the compulsion to be like, I got to do another movie. And then he gets there and he's mad. The That's whole what time. makes him the no, the perfect no wave actor, though, mm-hmm. is you can tell he hates acting and that he just wants to be back building Joan Didion and John Gregory Dunn's porch again. Oh, he's and welcome. his whole life has been people being like, no, you're you should be a movie star. And he's like, why? I'm just working on this door here at the <laughs> Zoetrope. And yeah, just I'm just uh, yeah. fine. I'll read. I'll I'll read. Can I get back to f- finishing this door? He just for wants Francis? to go crash another plane, and he's yeah. He's, he's just he wants to go make he wants to make sure uh, the Bruce Dern's uh, has nice cabinets in his kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets dragged on these sets. Bob Falfa. The Zappa cabin won't remodel itself. <laughs> yes, Zappa cabin. That sounds like a horror movie. Zappa. Oh, cabin. it is. I, within the first 10 days of move, me moving to Los Angeles, yeah. I, I found myself at Frank Zappa's house. Um, okay. It, 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 like Moon Unit Zappa got a hold of me to mm-hmm. do some sort of PSA for something. And I just said, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to go and and mm-hmm. and be in the Zappa house and studio. Sure. And um, there was the mustache on the door mm-hmm. the like the mustache logo on the studio sure. door uh-huh yeah and and i i, I just remember being like yep and you were kiss- 13 years old no no this was this was just like 10 12 12 13 years ago um mm-hmm. but I, I i did find it was like i guess things are working out here if i'm at zappa's house within 10 days of moving to los angeles yeah you're doing la either yeah very, very right wrong. or yeah. very wrong and i found out i was doing it very very wrong <laughs> oh, yes <laughs> well look we got this list yeah i'm gonna take it to the let me see what a caller has to say to get us rolling on the list let's go to the hot phones hello best show Hey, Tom, this is Jesse in Toronto. Hi, Jesse. How are you? How's Toronto tonight? Toronto's all right. And uh, hi to Molly and Jake as well. How's everybody doing? Hello. Hello. You got something for the topic, Jesse? You got a best or worst? I do. I do. Actually, I wanted to say before I I get into it, because Tom, our paths crossed last year, um, in like kind of a special that's right we were at i know we were at that bad phone connection convention oh no really is that it's is that okay happening? it's okay just hang it just, just make let's let's move it along jesse sure 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 i just i just wanted to say that i got to introduce you to daniel romano and i thought that was really that's special. right yeah so and you're really then fun. you i take it all back i take it all back jesse you uh, are doing god's work and I will honor <laughs> you at the Christian Faith and Family Night when we do that on the best show. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you. So um, what do you got for the topic, Jesse? All right. All right. All right. Well, I, you know, I went down again, the uh, Harmony Kareen recently, the Harmony Kareen, like David Letterman rabbit hole. The, and that's, I that's that my trilogy. Thing. People say... Yeah. Star Wars is their trilogy. My trilogy is the three Harmony, Harmony Corrin appearances yeah. on Letterman. 
it is such a special, wonderful yeah. thing to see him like come on. He, he looks like he's 15 years old yeah. that first time after kids. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's got it all figured out from like Jump Street. He knows exactly. Oh, no, he's already he's goofing. He knows- he's going on this thing yeah. as a character, basically. He's like, you know, my, yeah. my twin brother, he's a tap dancer. <laughs> and he, he gets Letterman to laugh more than I've ever seen Letterman laugh when he just goes, oh, kind of, what kind of budget are we talking about here with the gummo? And he goes, 60 mil? <laughs> as if gummo. My favorite line my favorite line in the whole thing is uh, when he's gone on after he's written Crack Up at the Race Riot. And uh, he's like, so Letterman says, uh, so you're a novelist now. He says, well, I wanted to write the great American novel. Well, I wanted to write a novel. Well, I wanted it to be American. <laughs> yes. It's... <laughs> it's just so good. Now, Jesse, it's do you know so why funny. he did not make a fourth appearance on, the ten- <laughs> on, on David Letterman, Late Night with David Letterman? So uh, stories are mixed. He got caught gathered, rifling through Meryl caught. Streep's pocketbook backstage. That's right. That's a yes to her person. And, I can and confirm that. Personally, you can. Hold on, Jesse. Jake, you can confirm yeah. after yeah, that. Yeah. After that third appearance, yeah. where I, I, I was at Harmony's house the night he had done that no. third appearance. Oh, okay. And um, <laughs> I, I happened to bring Bjork over to uh, meet him. This is the absolutely <laughs> true story because, uh, uh, and I will be working on my memoir uh, as soon as we finish this broadcast. But um, he, uh, he was very, uh, he was very in, in an inebriated state. But he gave me a copy of the yeah. book mm-hmm. and um, and and a, a copy of Gummo on VHS and and Bjork stayed and I went home. <laughs> That's is, just a real thing that yeah. happened. And I like how this Jake Fogelnest. This is Star Talk. This guy five thousand times. He's just getting around to the Harmony Corin Bjork story. <laughs> The best stories I've got are, oh, uh, Vic Tabak stepped on my foot. That was once. <laughs> that's you like have, my, that's have, like my, the one I dine out on is Vic Tabak stepped on my foot. You have great stories. <laughs> Thank you. Jake. Jake is a former child star like Drew Barrymore. They oh, have yeah. the best stories. Everybody knows that. Yeah. No, Jake has the best. He, between wow. 96, between like 94 and 98, I have some great stories. Between then, 94, those are four years. Yeah. How many years do you feel those four years are you have in terms Took of body from, wear? Yeah, like uh, are, are going to take away from the time I can just spend <laughs> yes. with my daughter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ten. 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 For sure. For sure. But uh, worth it. No, you were, you, were, uh, you were riding pretty hard there. Jade Barrymore and, made you do it. Yeah, no, it was Drew. It was Drew. And, and you'll see her um, on the show doing Drew's News. And and Ross Matthews and mm-hmm. and it seems all cheery yeah and stuff but um, Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. she for she forced me into a PCP addiction and it's it's a terror no she's she's a sweetheart <laughs> yes she's an absolute sweetheart Jesse she's what do you got I I just got a text from Jason Dudio Gore this is a kind of text you like. Usually keep me up to speed on how things are going in terms of pacing these. Sure. Moving he, along. He, 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 he texts me, 90 minutes, okay. 50 movies remain. Okay. Let's get to work. Jesse, okay. what do you got for us? 
All right. So I, I, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna ask if, uh, if Gummo, I, I was listening to you talk, and I'm wondering if Gummo belongs somewhere at, at the bottom of the best list. If we're, if we're doing that kind of gradient, you know, best two. Where do we go tour. with Harmony? How? Where do we go with Harmony Corian? Where do we go with him I, on this? Do love, we go with Trash Humpers? Are we? That's going? where I, I. That's where I was going. I was going with Trash Humpers. Yeah. So um, Trash Humpers is wonderful. Trash I, Humpers is absolutely wonderful. I'm a spring breaker. One of the 15 so I have to go spring breakers. Spring breakers. You like yeah, Julian. You like the, the pop. I like the commercial ones. breakthrough. <laughs> I, love, oh, yes. I liked the Beach Bum, which was. Beach Bum was, was uh, amazing. Yeah. Beach Bum is fantastic. Did you see Beach so Bum? I mean, they're all no. So no, but let's put it on the right? list. That's yeah. the one. Beach I, Bum. I, it's, uh, it's like underrated. I don't yeah. think people saw it as much. Yeah. And, and it's really good. Yeah. Is, right. is it the best movie? Right. I saw Beach Bum in one of those theaters. Where you can order food and like it was at yeah. the mall. I was the only one in the theater and I ordered food yeah. and the guy brought the food in and then I ordered dessert and he came back later with dessert for my private screening of the beach bomb. That sounds like one of the top 25 movie experiences oh, it was one you've of the best, ever had. Oh, yeah. The best movie experience I've ever had. Well, here's a couple. Well, you're the most Seeing. qualified person to do this because the, there was that time in your life where well, I, I just went to the movies every day. Went to the movies every yes. day. Deuce Bigelow, Male yeah. Gigolo, yeah. 10 a.m. screening. Yeah, where I'd wake up. Yeah, my true low point was I woke up, went to the movie, saw the animal, went home, <laughs> and brushed my teeth, and got ready for the day. <laughs> Like that was as if I got up and then like checked my phone. Like other people, like, yeah, I got up, checked my phone. Then I started getting ready for my day. I got up, drove to a movie theater, saw the animal, ate candy and soda, then went home and started my day at Look, noon. I also saw the animal and we can all agree that Colleen from Survivor, Colleen from Survivor is very much better than you think. And she, has, she was robbed of a, a career as an ingenue. Uh, so you're saying I'm saying the animal number one. The well, animal. <laughs> number nineteen, beach bum. All right. Thank you, Jesse. I love it. I love it, Jesse. And thanks. can I can I say that I think I can I just say that I think the Green Mile is the worst movie ever made, and I'll just leave it at that. The Green Mile, not the Green Book. No, not not the Green Book. No, the Green Mile. Okay. There yeah. are some sort of like. Thanks for the call, buddy classics like just american <laughs> classics that uh yeah. even oscar winners that i they think just strongly just get put in the yeah. worst movie list i'm gonna yes. just name three movies Let's i think real jake yeah. will yeah. put on the list and see if here any of them okay. are on yes, this here list for go. the best movie last okay. american virgin i uh literally was uh, pulled out a blu-ray of it earlier today and was said hey do you want to watch this what's uh, on my wife and and we're gonna watch it this week again Maybe just that. Maybe just that's last my American last American version. Where would you today. put that? Where would you put that I'd on put the list? It. Here's why I think Last American Virgin is great. It's because it's one of the only 80s movies with a 70s downer ending. Yeah, it has yeah, a, a shampoo ending. It's a big ending. bummer of an yeah. ending. Such a bummer. Yeah. And you aren't ready for it because it's an 80s movie. So you're like, he's going to fuck the girl and 15, get Last, Ameri right. last uh, American Virgin. 15. Now that movie is... Uh, it's dark. It's very sad. It's very sad. Literally in my hands today. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, what are what are your other two? My other two, well, obviously Van Nuys Boulevard, which I don't know if that'll make the cut for top twenty five of all time. 
It's definitely on the list of 50 movies I have watched. Okay. I've seen that. It's Al Alan Arkish. It's okay. a Roger Corman movie made out of out of sort of other Roger Corman movie footage. Okay. But um like there's also Alan Arkish that he did Rock and Roll High School and Get Crazy. Get Avatar. And <laughs> Which is going to be on the yeah, bottom. The bottom, yeah. I I can't remember a second of Avatar. I haven't seen the second one, but I can't. I saw the first one mm -hmm. in the theater. I can't remember. I just know that they're blue guys, and mm -hmm. and it's the environment. So fifty on the list is the worst. Like it should just go yeah. like, yeah. like like twenty six is the least worst yep. bad worst movie. Yes, fifty. Avatar forty nine. Yeah, because it's so expensive, it made so much money, and I can't remember any of it. And yeah. the, and it has a sequel that yeah. is also yeah. I made the mistake of seeing the sequel, even though I've seen the first one and not liked it. I was yeah. like, maybe I'll like it this time. Sure. And as soon as it started, I was like, why did I do? Why did? Yeah, it's you, a what, cultural what phenomenon. You want to you know mm -hmm. be part of the conversation. I like that James Cameron's aesthetic just tapped out at like Rainforest in 1999, and <laughs> sure. That's just that he invented it. It's fine. He he's basically it's a screensaver is what he yes. directs. Is, 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 is I like felt a, like I was in Best Buy. Uh, actually, more like a uh, looking at one of those curved Best TVs. Buy. More like what what store would it be? Like a Circuit City. Mm -hmm. I'd be at a Circuit City oh, yeah. looking at computers, and then being like, "You guys got uh, Apple stuff?" Like, yeah, we don't sell Apple. <laughs> Did you see Avatar 2? I did not. Okay, Avatar 2, not very good. One incredible part, Edie Falco playing like a military general and she has an exoskeleton for no reason. And there's just one scene where she like walks across the floor of the military base in her exoskeleton with a cup of coffee in her. And you know she shot for like here. 60 days too. Oh, she's very good in her small pivotal mm -hmm. role. She probably, yeah, probably 60 you're being, you're being, uh, very conservative with that. She was probably stuck in Australia yeah. for nine months to shoot that. James one. Cameron motion captures. Put her yeah. in a water tank for three years <laughs> to get her she's ready. Just, she's still there. She's still there today. All right, let's go to the phones Here, again. Give me one sec. Give me one sec. Oh, okay, okay, Aaron. Uh, hey, what's up? What's happening? What's First up? of all, I got to say this. I don't like this tough guy approach <laughs> you're bringing to the show. Casual. Hey, hey, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? What Casual you, what? bully. Yeah, okay, exactly. What are you? Uh, I mean, that's just who Randall I am. Pink I can't Floyd? help it. Look, it's freaking Randall Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd. <laughs> no, uh, what are you, what's yeah, going on? Where, like, where, uh, where are you calling from? Where are you, your name is Aaron? Yeah, I'm Aaron Shuffle. I'm over in uh, Monterey, California. Okay. Yeah, you are. I <laughs> All right, what's going on, Aaron from Monterey? Well, uh, one of my buddies, he was uh, telling me that you guys were doing 25 best, 25 worst, so I figured I, uh, I'd One I'd of my your buddies told you about this. Yeah. What's your buddy's name? Yeah. His name is also Tom, Tommy. Okay, you got me on that one. It's a good name. I believe you, <laughs> I believe everything you're saying. So what do you got for the topic, Aaron? Well, I've got uh, I've got one that I know deserves to be on the best, and it's a it's a film called Roar, from uh, writer, director, and star Noel Marshall. 
And that's the movie with Tippy Hedren and the and the animals and the lions. The lions. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's an interesting film because they were literally shooting with actual lions, and people were mauled. Like Melanie Griffith was scared for her life. Well, we all agree the more dangerous a movie is to make, the better the movie is. Yes, we and all that's agree. That's why that. we're obviously putting the Twilight Zone, the movie, at number one <laughs> on this oh, list. I don't know if that's because uh, everyone agrees snuff films are the the ultimate. Sure, well, that's the, they're the purest. That, film of that's cinema. a good one for the worst, though. That movie snuff, where they just took some movie that was some, mm-hmm. some exploitation movie yeah. and they tacked a, sorry, this is turning into uh Quentin Tarantino's uh, cinema speculation yeah, yeah, or video archives. Yeah. Look, thing. we all like American international pictures here on this podcast. Yes, we do. So you only have seen 50 movies, but you seem to have a pretty functional knowledge of, of <laughs> obscure studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very impressive, Molly. Uh, well, they're all art movies. Sure, of course. They just... But snuff is like, it's just some. Except Avatar for it's, you. Well, Avatar's <laughs> an art movie obviously sure snuff is a slasher that and what they did was they tacked on an ending mm-hmm. where it's, it's like somebody gets killed mm-hmm. at, while they're filming the movie mm-hmm. yeah and then they hired people to pick it um, yes. jake and i are so mentally in tune i was reading uh-huh. about this like two days ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, this, uh, it, 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 that makes sense molly I, I believe you why don't we compromise and go and put Number 37, 8 millimeter. Yeah, there you go. Because that Schumacher, is, Cage. Just does Wait, it. you're putting them on the bad list? Yes. Oh, that's a great movie. It's a bad Oh, movie. I love that. I love. That's the movie where they go to the, you know, Los Angeles' red light district. I love movies where they go to Los Angeles' red light district. Where it's just things that don't exist. You don't love when Joaquin Phoenix is in like vinyl pants and he's like, hey, I'll sell you some. There's like comes yeah. from a Gregor Rocky movie uh-huh. out of nowhere to sell <laughs> you a snuff film in uh-huh. a back room. I like any movie where Nicolas Cage is just in let it. loose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about Vampire's Kiss as, as one where of the Where would we best. put Vampire's Kiss? I, that's because one, that's I do love he, that movie. It's where he eats a bug. He does. He he didn't have to, but yeah. he ate a live cockroach. And it's an unhinged performance and a great Pick a spot for it. Is it best or worst? I think it's best. I, yeah, I, Vampire's Kiss will go best. If a movie was shown on Comedy Central 500 times. Was it really? Well, that, I mean. Yeah. 22, Vampire's yeah, Kiss. What about, Tom, like, there's some, like, just... Classics that I just know you will agree on. Like what? Like Class what? of 1984. Class of 1984, one of the best movies I've ever is seen that in Newcomb my life. Newcomb High? Not no, Newcomb no, High. This is, this is uh, Roddy McDowell and a young Michael J. Fox. My main concern was if the three Things of us got together, down. all the movies would be from 1978 yeah. to 1985. Where are we putting shampoo? Uh, that's on the, I hate the movie Shampoo. Do you really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Why? Because it's not good. What do, What do you not like about it's it? Because it's not even remotely, it, it thinks it's clever and it's like getting hit over the head with a hammer. Wow. Wow. Are you not a, not Hal, a Hal Ashby, Ashby fan? fan? It's no, just no. not your thing. The best Hal Ashby movie is Let's Spend the Night Together. <laughs> the you Rolling know what? Stones I'm also not really a Hal Ashby fan. Let's I actually hate being there. Harold and Maude I do not enjoy. Harold and Maude is a student film, so it gets yeah. 
more. If you want to be free, my be wife free. texted me. <laughs> if you want to be free, be free. A, a real good one. <laughs> <for>. <laughs> <laughs> um, hard candy. Is That's, that bad? I never saw it. Bad. I, I just think at the, at the time it was lauded, but in retrospect, it's sort of mm-hmm. it's an unpleasant topic. It's, sure, sure. Yes, that's right. Okay, I've got one. Vampire's Let's Kiss. Let's make sure we Vampire's fill in. Vampire's Kiss, where are we going? We've got it at number 22. 22. Vampire's Kiss. Okay, great. Tom, we do have some updates from the chat here. Let's hear some updates from the chat. Okay, some of the best movies. Uh, oh, I want to say, I'm getting screamed at by, uh, hey, Tom, for worse, do want the gotcha. Okay, all right. All right. Who was screaming? One, one of the, uh, I'm getting yelled at by Brett Baum. Oh, okay. It's okay. I'll yell back at him later. An old fashioned you have a whole show where you match. can just do that. Yeah. Now, <laughs> what do we have? For, what are people saying in the chat? Okay, here are a couple of the best movies. Royal Tenenbaums? No. Absolutely not. No. Dawn of the Dead, the original. The original Dawn of the Dead. And I just want to say something about this. A lot of people miss this point. It is a social satire, this movie. <laughs> they go, get this. No, no, hang with me what? for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang with me for a second. <laughs> they go to a shopping mall. Yeah. The people, the zombies... They are drawn to it. Yeah. And that's a statement. That brings me to another one of Jake's picks that I decided was on the list. Night of the Comet. They also go to a shopping mall. That's never, a Tracy. I've never, I've never seen it. It's Tracy what? Lords, right? No, it's um, it's a 80. It's this, the same movie as Dawn of the Dead, but funny. Sure. I don't know if Dawn of the Dead is going to make the list. What else you got, Jason? Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. <laughs> Put it on the worst yeah. list at number uh, three, please. Wow. Okay. I so, went and saw so it at the New Beverly. I saw it at the New Beverly a year uh, year ago. You got fresh eyes on Halloween. 3. Yeah, yeah, I got fresh eyes on it. Wow! Once again, I love Halloween three. You know, like What's the that? masks getting stuck to their faces. The silver shamrock. So scary. No, I love. I like it, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's like Tom Berenger is just like to the point where he's like shirtless in it. You're just like, what are we going for here? What about Paul Thomas Anderson? Because uh, he was not. He did not make Halloween three. <laughs> no, he did, no, no, no. He didn't make Halloween three. But I'm, I'm, yes. I'm thinking for yes. for for best. Um, Phantom Thread is the best that's Paul what Thomas I was, Anderson movie. That was what number was four gonna, on yeah. the best list. Phantom Thread, please. All right, we all agree on that. As much as yes. we love Magnolia, as much as no, we nobody's put Magnolia on the list. I know. One I, of the I, best I movie going experiences I've ever had. MollyLambert.com was. Is that true? Is, it, is, that, is, is that exist? I'm buying it right now. At Molly Lambert. Dot, dot Tumblr. No, I <laughs> yeah. went to, I was I was visiting Los Angeles to fly out, go to the Arclight, Phantom Thread 70 millimeter, oh. 10 p.m. show, I'm the only one in the oh, theater. Can't beat it. One seeing a 70 millimeter movie alone was like It's like the light world twin of your experience seeing the animal. Yes. It's like I want to I need to get back there at some point. <laughs> and by that I mean need a crowbar, I'm gonna go back into the arc light. I'm don't yeah. even Candy get me started. Don't even get me started on the arc light being like abandoned because it used yeah. to be like that in the eighties. It was just like sitting there for so long. 
And they thought we're going to tear it down. I don't care if the Scientologists own no, just, it. Just, just what's the last, what's the last movie you saw at the Arclight before the pandemic shut it down? Once Upon, upon a, a Time, time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Once Upon Me a too. Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Me too. Well, I saw one four days before the pandemic. Impractical Jokers movie. <laughs> we're putting it at number 24 on the list. <laughs> All right, great. The Jokers. Um yeah, where are we putting the Joker? We're not going to put that on. We're not going to put Impractical Jokers on. Just take take that back. Sorry. What else we got, Jason? Okay. Uh, two more for the best, and I'll give you some worst. Uh, Happy Gilmore. We got to have one Sandler on. I'm here. going Billy Madison. I yeah, think... I'm I'm with Molly over Happy Gilmore. I think Tamara Davis's directing in Billy Madison elevates it above the rest of the the Sandler canon. Um, Happy Gilmore is the same movie, but directed less well. But it's got Joe Flaherty in it. It's got Shooter McGavin. But Billy Madison it. has a musical number. Well, more and Steve more Alan Covert gets involved the later it goes with the Sandler movies. I'll just put that in your head. So you, what you're saying is Grandma's Boy is number one on our list. No. Okay. Well, I'll, this is what I'll do. Personally, I would say Happy Gilmore. The Room has decided... Number 10, Billy Madison. I wonder if that'll be Sandler's only appearance on the... On the list? On the li- on either list. That's true. Um, there's a chance of... The Cobbler? The Cobbler. The Cobbler. Uh, uh, extremely loud. What's that one? No, that was the... What's the uh, Love Rain or Me? Oh, I got one for the best list. What do you got? Clifford. Oh, well, no, well, of course, Clifford's good. That's uh, one of Tom's... Clifford favorite. is my life's work. I was trying to explain to, to my wife, like, who's not seen Clifford, I was trying to... Have you ever seen... I started with, have you ever seen Clifford? And she said, no. And I'm like, well, it's Martin Short, and he mm-hmm. plays a young... And I just had... I lost the yeah. I lost the plot. Couldn't explain yeah. it to her. No, so, it's a tricky one. Did you show her? No, I, I said I, I will put Clifford it on the list. number number seven. We'll go with Clifford number seven, and right. it's being being very conservative with that. What else you got, Jason? What is the chat? Heat, mm-hmm. heat. Michael Mann. Yeah. Mike, uh, let's hold off on heat. Okay, yeah. here's some worst movies. Uh, Blues Brothers. Yeah, it's. I saw it in the theater. I saw Blues Brothers or BBY2K. What are so, we going with here? Yeah, I've never seen. That's Blues. a good one. That, that's probably seen, number three on the best. I've never seen Blues Brothers 2000. I you couldn't. Didn't? I couldn't do it to myself. I didn't. I used. Remember oh, it opening I'm at the so Waverly. Envious of you. I didn't do it. You're a BBY2K virgin. Yeah. I, <laughs> I should I see it? I, I feel like a, you enough should time see it. Has to be Mighty Mac. I think maybe one should Might. not see it, but you should definitely <laughs> see it. Is that John Goodman's yes. character's name? John Goodman's character is Mighty Mac. Blues Brothers one also. It's just They're hard to get rough. through. Yeah. Hard to get through. I'm what's like, the what's the game of the Blues Brothers? Like, why is it funny? Why are the Blues Brothers funny? That I, it, it does become funny. Blues, when blues Brothers, number two on the worst list, yeah. please. They're white guys singing the blues. It's crazy. The car crash could be number 27. They've got number a car. They the blues fix, mobile. They fix the blues. They're blues ghostbusters. They, they, <laughs> they are blues, They're ghostbusters. blues ghostbusters. They're busting the blues yes. away. Because who wouldn't want to see the ghostbusters do, uh, Heidi, 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 huh? It's like, hey, we got this. 
Hey, great news, uh, young people. Can you imagine? You know Cab Calloway is? No. Well, you're going to know after this movie because he's going to sing for 25 minutes. Can you imagine minutes. how good that sounded to a room full of the most fucked up people on earth after SNL every night? Just... Yeah. No, that was... That Blue, was... she's getting on stage. He's going to do his blues thing again. Imagine that... you're all those Stax Volt guys, like, yeah. like, you know, and yeah, you Donald get a... Donald Duck done. Donald Duck done. And Steve you... Cropper. Yeah, and you get a call. And yeah. it's hey John, you know John Belushi. Yeah, he wants you to go on tour with mm-hmm. him, and you and you played on all these great stacks, yeah. Volk, and you do it. I think that one goes as far as, you know, John Belushi. It's like, yeah, I've got, I've done. <laughs> uh, we did about a pile of coke together. Yeah. I know who he is. He wants to go on tour. Sign me up. <laughs> um, what else you got, Jason? Religious. Am I that's saying it correctly? That's Bill Mars. Religious. Religious. Sorry. Religious. May your sister be forced <laughs> to watch a <laughs> screening of Religious. May a, may a diseased yak uh, force you on Club Random. Club Random. Oh, God. Can't wait. You know Club Random. Oh, I know about. Did you guys know it's a real club? Oh yeah, this is—it's his man cave. It's, it's his man cave, but they invite strippers over to. I had no doubt. I've been outside the rope at Club Random. Can't Big get in. Can't get in. It's tough. He let Billy Corgan in this week. Did it's you been, see yeah. Richard Dreyfus on Club Random? Oh yeah. Oh I think, yeah. I think I could get in, but I don't know if I could ever get out. You know, <laughs> it's like Hotel California. The did you see Richard Dreyfus on Club Random? No. He. That's a. Oof. Oh, I'm gonna say. Can someone on the the Best Show team please pull up a still of Richard Dreyfus on Club Random? Just he's slumped in his chair. We're he cannot. I'm telling sit you, in a chair. You, that brings right. me to should is Jaws on this list? Do you guys have Jaws a Jaws should be on the maybe. I, let's see. Let's. I saw Jaws for the first time maybe ten years ago at uh-huh. the, uh, at a theater here in L.A. and mm-hmm. I'd never seen it and I was like, wow, it's pretty great. It yeah. was, I, 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 good flick. Good pretty flick. good. Pretty good pretty director. Good. There, good. Look at that. Oh. Yes. There he is. Look at how Richard Dreyfus was slumped in a chair. It's and like he's never he, sat in a chair before. He looks like not, Jiminy Glick. There's three. He does. <laughs> there's like three cushions, too. Exciting. I'm That's here right. on and Club good. Random with Bill Maher. And, and I don't even want to tell you what he talks Bill about. Maher, yeah, what did they talk me? about? I, I talked about it on my podcast, but it is it is not for the faint of heart. They mm-hmm. they get into talking about they get into talking about sex, and it gets. Does he think the woke mind virus has gone too far? No, 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 no. It gets so wildly gross that people should just discover it. For okay, themselves. Jaws. Can we go the let, best list? Let's go Jaws number twenty three after Vampire's Kiss. This movie, this this list is gonna make people furious. And now let's go to the worst list, please. Worst list number twenty one on the worst list: Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I agree. I have no opinions on Star. Uh, I, I mean, agree. I actually have lots of opinions on Star Wars, but no one cares well, just, about. I think them that it because I don't. That's care. the movie that creates the culture. It creates the culture. I yes. think the first one is very boring, and I. Well, think... I got news for you. If you watch the rest of these, you're in bad. They got some bad <laughs> news for you. Mark. Yeah, another one. I, I the first see, one is boring. I didn't see the second and third ones until way later on, and when I did, I was like, "Oh, these ones have the Ewoks. I like those. Yeah. They have more action. Sure. The first one is a lot of like setting stuff up." 
Sure. And I I hate space opera There's when a they fear just a fair amount of action in the first one. Look, that that movie's good. Okay. Number 19 on the worst list, Asteroid City. That's oh, great cuz I, I haven't even seen it yet. It hasn't come out yet. Confident. Yeah. I feel confident to put it on the I also feel like although none of us have seen that movie, it is already my most hated movie <laughs> of the year far and away. Every time I see a picture of Timothy yeah. Chalamet in black mm. and white or whatever, yeah. I want I, I, yeah. I can't say it, what I want to do. It's just gotten significantly less charming over the years. Okay, what do we got going? Two here? more from the chat? Two more from the chat, please. Uh, worst Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, that's got to be there. It's a tough one, but I you know, I loved it when I was a kid, but yeah. I've looked at it as an adult, and it's really yeah. just about an entitled suburban kid from sociopath. Chicago. Yeah, sociopath. sociopath. He's a sociopath. Yeah. He, he created uh, Cameron. Uh, yeah. On succession, he's Cameron he's a, was friends with Ferris. Yeah, uh, b- he's a bad human. Yeah. Okay, but have you guys seen Career Opportunities? Yes. Yes. The of course. Good twin of Ferris Bueller, where he's a compulsive liar and he gets locked in a Target. Mm-hmm. I'd put that on the, my best list. Career okay. Opportunities. What about? Um, and and this is again personal. But the Ant-Man films, any of the Ant-Man films. Well, Quantum Mania, of course, should probably go at number 18 on the best yeah. list. Cause, but mostly but because of the character Nabridge. Nabridge, of course. Was the breakout character but should, everybody remembers. Should the first Ant-Man or the second Ant-Man. No, they did not make those. So you're square. You and I think Peyton, we get, you guys are square. Ant-Man and the Wasp, <laughs> Quantum Mania, number 18 on the best list, please. What number does uh, Ferris go in? First Buell on the worst list. Let's go uh, 13 on the worst list. All right. We had Quantumania. How about Quadrophenia? Quadrophenia. It was just a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, those beaches in England look like a real blast, huh? <laughs> go there, land rocks. It's freezing. Hey, let's go to the beach. You mean the (laughs) rocks that spill into the ocean? The collection of that that stretch of rock that eventually goes underwater? It's uh, 59 degrees and raining. Doesn't want to take acid and relive the trauma of living through the bombing of London? Look, I'm kind of a rocker, and I get (laughs) very mad when I see these mods still. (laughs) Yeah. And if I see one of these scooters with 70 mirrors roll up in front of me, I don't know what to do. Um, Is that it for the list, Jason? Uh, A couple more. Many Saints of Newark. I didn't 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 see see it. it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I I was like, I was going to rewatch The Sopranos with my brother-in-law, and that didn't happen. And then I I just said, this is probably for the best. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. yeah, But it's, what about. What else you got, Jason? The Wall. The wall. I was just going to say that after Quadrophenia, because I was just thinking about what are the the, the movies everyone's watched the most. The wall, yeah. That movie scared me when I was a kid. Yes, terrifying. I I popped it out of the VCR, waited till later, but then... You were five and you're watching The Wall. Yeah, I was five, I was watching The Wall. I knew that was too much for me. I would revisit when I was later. And then our friend Alex Scordellis, he, Mm -hmm. at like... At some point, maybe your friend, but not. I'm kidding. Uh, At some point in his 30s, he says, "Um, I've never seen The Wall, Mm -hmm. but it's playing at midnight. Will you go with me? Mm -hmm. And we went and we watched it, and Uh it's pretty fun. And Bob Geldof shaving off his his eyebrows. Yeah, scary. Yeah. 
It's, it's it's pretty scary movie. Scary movie. I don't know if it goes on either of these lists. Well, does Empire Strikes Back? I don't know if we had it at twenty five though, right? On the bottom one. Right now it's on twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, twenty one. But we'll. Okay. Another good one is E. T. for the worst list. E. T. Oh, I do hate E. T. Now this is E. T. First of all, that thing's creepy. I'd turn E. T. in. Yeah, I I'd be like, uh, hey, there's a monster in my house. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna kill all of us. We just yeah, you just you don't doesn't know attack enough. us yet. Yeah, get Peter Coyote roll up <laughs> that walkie talkie. I like how they took the guns out of E.T. That's what I was gonna say. Which version of E.T. is it? The digitally alt and how about how about this? Do you know who played a teacher in E.T. but it was cut out? Who? Harrison Ford. So I'm serious. He he yeah. shot a thing for the beginning of E.T. where he was a teacher. Isn't he? And then they were just like, I think people are thrown by the fact that Han Solo in Indiana Jones is teaching. Yeah, it takes you. Uh, takes Indiana you out of Jones story. is a professor. Famously. That's true. He was famously. I Look, I saw the movie, Molly. I, I think E.T. is a is a very bad movie, but I did understand it more when I saw The Fablemans and couldn't stop talking to everybody about Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans. Yes. Which I features want... a character played by Judd Hirsch, who's like a very old Jew, like your very, very old Jewish relative who comes uh, to stay with you. Okay. And just kind of like breeds weird. And I was like, oh, that's E.T. <laughs> he was like E.T. E.T. is your like weird relative from the old Rieger. country. It's an elderly Alex Rieger. Yeah. He was E.T. The elderly terrestrial. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good also to wait until you're 75 to do your autobiographical film, I think. It's a real. Have you seen it? Oh, I saw it. I loved it. I want to see it. It's crazy. It explains. My wife doesn't want to watch it. It explains him. James Urbaniak is in it. He's great. I love James Urbaniak. David Lynch is in it. Right. I've I've heard. He plays John Ford. Oh, interesting. What about um, American Beauty? Oh, that's a bad movie. Right. Worst list. I'm I'm for that. Number nine on the worst list: American Beauty. Because that one had a lot of people fooled when they first saw yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it was like an Oscar-winning yeah, movie. I saw a lot of chat requests for Crash, not the Cronenberg Crash, crash. but the other Crash. Yeah, that's a- Paul Haggis Crash. Yeah. That's a unnecessary- People hate it. Use of celluloid. Back to the phones. Besho, hello. Hello. Hello, hi. I love that Asteroid City is on the thing. It doesn't yeah. come out for a month. <laughs> we were unanimous. <laughs> How, to whom am I speaking? RJ. Hello. Illinois. Hi, RJ. How are you? Good, good. So I've got a worst, a best in the middle, and a Let's best hear of it. all time. Give it to me. What do you got, RJ? All right. Work, worst is movie 43, which is uh, just okay. uh, an abomination if you've ever seen it. Um, in the middle is the apple. From Canon Films and mm-hmm. Best of All Time, Morburn Keller, which has the best needle drop in all of uh, cinema. So those are my three. I ain't never seen that uh, Morvern uh, I haven't seen movie. That. Oh, no. you both love it. Well, I will watch it. Don't be, it doesn't have to be on the Lynn, list. Lynn Ramsey. It. Yeah. Okay. Lynn Ramsey. And it has uh, a great Mamas and the Papas uh, needle drop. Uh, Dedicated to the one I love. The Fantastic. Apple is a is a fine movie. I don't know if it goes on either list. I'm going to yeah, say it's the sort Apple. Of a cult 
yeah. favorite. I feel like it was in the middle for a reason. Yeah. And what was the first one? You said movie 43. It's one well, of the- Movie 43. Just really yeah. dreadful. Um, a bunch of ho- a bunch of uh, big, big. Oh, stars. I know what we it know, is. Oh, we know, <laughs> we know what movie forty three is. It's it's the late two thousand. Put it at forty three. Whatever forty three would be on the list. Movie forty three goes in that spot. Somebody do the math on that, please. RJ, thanks for calling. What about Over the Edge? That's uh, the the teen uh, terror movie with Matt Matt D- Dillon. Dillon. Did you ever see that movie, Molly? I have seen it. I get it confused with River's Edge, another mm. Jake Fogelness classic, I imagine. Over the Edge was one of these movies that I saw on cable so many times. I would just watch it nonstop. And there was a moment in that movie that scared me so much when these girls are on the PA <laughs> over the school and they're just like, na, 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 na. go to hell. Do your homework. Go to hell. When the one girl went, go to hell. I was like, because <laughs> I was a good kid. I behaved. I you were like, not hanging out in an abandoned house listening to Cheap Trick while a... I was listening to Cheap Trick. But Actually, a, I wasn't a in an girl abandoned with a, house listening to Cheap Trick. But a girl with a gun there were no was guns. not waving, raving no. around a gun. No, there were no guns. It's a good movie. I agree. Put it's Over good. the Edge on the top. Let's go. Okay, let's find a spot for Over the Edge. Uh, over the edge on the best list, please. Um, what do you think? 17, 18, somewhere in there. It's a great 17. Oh, that's the bad list. Okay. Let's go to the phones again while we keep that moving. Hello, best show. Hello, Mr. Sharpling. This is Mike from Minneapolis, otherwise known as Mushroom Mike. This is Mushroom Mike. This is the guy who calls, uh, as if, uh, he is uh, <laughs> legally obligated to call. There's more of a chance of Mike showing up for the best show on a Tuesday than me showing up. Mike, I love you. You know I'm just teasing you, buddy. I'm just giving you a hard time. I like you, Mike. I'm... You bring a morning zoo energy. He thinks I'm the yeah, funniest yeah, yeah. person It's, a, it's an honor, Mr. Fogelmaster. Big, big fan from way back when. Watch how And Molly, Molly, I like you too. Oh, thanks. Watch how little it takes for me to make make Mike laugh. Hey, Mike. (laughs) You got a new show for the Patreon. Yeah. Make Mike laugh. Make Mike not laugh. Make Mike not laugh. (laughs) That should be the challenge, see if I can make you not laugh. Oh, I have a a pick for top. Mike, calm down. I want you to calm down. Think of the most serious thing you've ever thought of for 15 seconds. All right. And then I'm going to see if I can make you laugh. All right, I got it. I'm I'm in. Hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. You're a highly amusing individual. I'm sorry, but you're funny. You're what do you got for I'm the top? What do you got for the topic, Mike? <laughs> well, well, I was going to try something uh, uh, pseudo clever and say uh, both Clifford and Clifford the Big Red Dog, but I, I have uh, opinions on that. But but. People took Clifford, and that's fine. But uh, I think we have to honor Mr. Uh, Tim Burton, and the clear clear uh, essence of Tim Burton would be Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I mean, we can all agree that that's got to be near the top, right? Look, there's two Tim Burton movies I like. Planet of the Apes and... <laughs> oh, dear, dear Lord. <laughs> Big Eyes. Big Eyes, right. <laughs> Big eyes. No. Um, 
I like <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Ed Wood. I love Ed Wood. I was gonna say you must love Ed. Wood. Let's go with Ed yeah. Wood. Ed Wood is number nine. Yeah, Ed yeah, Wood. Ed RC pick. Num- and also, um, how about uh, uh, the Dune, the original Dune? That's just—it's so crazy bad and so crazy good. It's just a mix. It's an exact mix of what you're talking about. It's just an insane movie. Dune. That's the David Lynch. Yeah. We, we, if we're going to go David, David Lynch, Lynch movie. David Lynch Dune. No, sorry. No, I don't think I'm so. Putting the David Forward, Lynch sting in a thong. Sting yeah, look, in a thong. You, look, you have your own film festival over there. You have a, you and you watch Dune <laughs> sit on your apple crate. I got a, I got a good one for the worse. It just yeah. popped into my head. What's that? The documentary that Sting made about his solo, his first solo album with all the, I forget what it's called, but it's. Dream of the Blue Turtles. Yes, that's it. That me docu- and Mike know our yeah our our sting yeah. that sting documentary. Sting. I saw Sting at Radio City when he first played that album, and then I was just like, this is "I'm out, jazzy." Yeah, I don't want this. Have you guys seen the Sweatbox? That's the one about the making of Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's a great. Sting That's a movie. seriously great documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's basically watching Sting just get frustrated over and over the by whole thing Disney. Falls apart. It, where yeah. Just like, so yeah, you know, I wrote these songs for the movie, and I can. Just like, <laughs> yeah, Trudy, so, Trudy, what do we do? She directed yeah. the Sweatbox. Yeah. <laughs> Put the camera down. I'm getting my. I'm getting my. It's ass her Apocalypse in. Now documentary. Yeah. Well, that's Hearts of Darkness. Hearts, Hearts of, of Darkness. All right, Mike. Anything else? Nope. You're, I think. It's the greatest hang up I've ever had. Satisfaction. So, Hearts of Darkness, the documentary yes. about Apocalypse Now, I think is one yes. of the great yeah. films. Yes. And then I would say maybe one of those re edits of Apocalypse Now should go on the worst list, like Apocalypse Now Redux. Redux. Yeah. Did I see that with you in a theater? Did we, we might, go to a we theater? We might have done that. It was with Andrew Secunda, maybe? That sounds really familiar. Yeah, I think familiar. we did. We went and saw the Redux. Yeah, for seven hours What do they do lives. in the remake? Oh, they added the whole scene of the French plantation. Yeah, that, they just... Uh, you know, the 40-minute scene that the movie didn't, didn't need? need. <laughs> it's back <laughs> in now. That's already... Uh, Great news. Out of the three-hour... They cut 40 minutes out of a three-hour movie. There's yeah. like, oh, oh, no, don't worry. We, we're putting that 40 minutes back in. This was a four-hour movie now. This explains everything. Yeah. Heart of Darkness, number 20, please. Hearts of Darkness. Hearts of Darkness, uh, a filmmaker's apocalypse. And I think I like it and, better and now than Apocalypse of, Now. Hearts of Darkness is not the one with uh, uh, where Christian Slater is an orangutan. <laughs> no. What's that one called? <laughs> no, um... Christian Slater. Do you know the movie I'm talking about? I don't. Christian I'm like, Slater cops. and Marissa Tomei. No, it's, it's not Cops. No, it's that not was Cops. A that's that Mila Jojovich. Right, right, right. Um, it's the one where he had the, a baboon heart in it. Oh, oh it's not yeah. I've never seen that movie, but I know what you're talking about. Because he was also in the Clint Eastwood movies. That was a young Christian Slater, Every Which Way You Can, Every Which Way But Loose. I love um, those movies. Just wanted to say. Turn they're, left, Clyde. They're very that? funny. <laughs> Cannonball Run. How about Cannonball Run? How do you feel about Cannonball Run, Molly Lambert? Yeah, pro. I was going to say Death I'm Race pro. 2000, but Cannonball Run feels... Cannonball Run has a great speech in it where Burt Reynolds is talking about 
why he races. And he says, you know, my father, you know, he worked his whole life and he, uh, he dreams about retiring, just is gonna go fishing, tell my mother lies. He died right before he retired. And then that moment I decided each and every day I'm going to go for it no matter what happens. I'm going to go for it. And that's why he races number 16 cannonball run. Wow, that got me hyped up to race. Some... Yes. <laughs> like and this... that's also the movie where he goes, where uh, Farrah Fawcett is basically drugged by them posing as Dom DeLuise and Burt Rounds are posing as uh, ambulance drivers. And Dom DeLuise also has an alter ego, Captain uh, Chaos or whatever he was, <laughs> where he would turn into a superhero. Weirdest movie ever. Uh, she goes like, I thought this was going to be like you guys were going to like attack me. And then Burt Reynolds says, we're racers, not rapists. <laughs> the very classy line. Hey, Tom, I have some from the chat. What do you got? Okay, for best, I have a couple here. Cabin Boy. Cabin Ooh. Boy. Yeah, let's go. What should we look at for Cabin Boy? 14? Yeah, that's yeah, a good that's spot right. for it. Age of a good Cabin Boy. Yes. Okay, what else? we've got Roadhouse. I don't know. A little on the nose, it's, I think. Patrick, Molly's yeah, it it's, right. it's on the nose. You said it's it. It's on the nose, yeah. And this one keeps getting said over and over, RoboCop for best. RoboCop no. is pretty awesome. Well, let's say if we're doing a Verhoeven movie, does everyone have a well, personal choice? Yeah, Hollow Man. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking number of number one best rapists, yes. the Hollow Man. Yeah, it's a Hollow Man. The great thing where he's like, "I'm invisible. Let me start attacking women." He's like, "I'm a rapist, not yeah. a racer." Exactly. Should have just been called Invisible Rapist. <laughs> It's that a good, movie. It's That's a good literally movie. what it was. My pick is Showgirls. I, I was uh, my okay. My wife for was top for top. Definitely. Then where are we going with Showgirls? You tell me where are we. Twenty one. Twenty one. Showgirls on the good list. And here are two from worst from the chat. We have Soul Man. Yeah, Soul that's an unforgivable. Okay, that's classically bad. See Thomas Howell. Yeah, see Thomas Howell end his career. I saw that in the theater. See Thomas Howell. And his career <laughs> in Soul Man <laughs> with um uh, James Earl Jones like yeah. read that script start like, to finish and he's like I'll do it. Seems like heavy tax bill something yeah. I don't know. He must have just been like Oof. I got no choice. I hate this Darth Vader stuff ain't paying like it used to. <laughs> Because at that point it wasn't it was like it was, late eighties, no, eighty seven. People were like Star Wars. That's a that's done. Yeah. What about network? What number do we want? Where Soul do you Man? want network to go? Where do I want network to go? Network's kind of one of the best movies of all time to me. So yeah, maybe network, in that top row. Ooh, get ready for this, Jake. Yeah. Worst list. Let's go to the worst list, please. Oh. I hate I'm with Tom. I'm with Tom. Network? I also hate, hate network. network. Yeah, I kind of hate network. Number 10 on the worst list network because it's just. <laughs> it's not just. Uh, God's angry man doesn't like network. Everybody loves network except me and Molly. Because we are we are God's last angry man. So we. You know what movie's worse than network? The Hospital. The other Patty Chayefsky movie. Not a good The film. one where he's like, this is a madhouse! I've tried, I've tried to make Shampoo it. Shampoo is like the fun network to me. 
and they're both going to be in the bottom. <laughs> so, Another bad so one sorry, from the Jay. chat is Everybody High Fidelity. Everybody gets hurt on this list. Everybody gets yeah, hurt. Yeah, no, that's fair. that's fair. High Fidelity, what do you think? Oof. Um, I revisited it. Um, okay. First of all, I think you, when you're a young man and you read High Fidelity, or woman, or woman, but I have a I have a statement on behalf of, of hang, men, hang with this. Of men that have read that book okay. and thought, oh, this, this guy guy's again. cool, mm -hmm. yeah. And when you read that book or you watch that movie and you realize, oh, this guy's messed up, that's when you finally become a man. Is because a lot of guys read that book and they identify in the way wrong way with it. And I think I just identified as a person who's a little autistic and thinks in lists. And well, that I understand. I have the, my record collection. Like, stuff. oh, I also mm -hmm. love to categorize yeah. things. But the but the but the book is like a B, and the movie is a B minus. And I didn't see the TV show. Mm -hmm. I think the movie gets points for introducing the world to Jack, Jack Black. Black. He yes. really is, is a lot well, of heavy lifting there. I and I think it's also Cable Guy or Mr. Yeah. Jones. <laughs> or oh, Cable Guy. Cable Guy's on my top list, I think. Oh, I love Cable Guy. So yeah, why, why did that not work? Ferris Bueller is 13. High Fidelity, it's, it's a pairing there of, of bad dudes, high fidelity. Yeah. Right next to Ferris Bueller, please. That's 14? Number 14. That's 14, okay. yes. And now you were saying, you were just saying that you, what movie were we just talking about? We were talking about, we were network, but we No, we were on. just starting to talk about something else. And then I screamed high fidelity over whoever was talking. Um, Don't remember. Oh, somebody in the chat will say. <laughs> I've got two uh, good ones here. One for best is Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about Cable Guy. Cable. Oh, yeah, Cable, Cable, Cable Guy. Guy. I was also yeah. going to say Dazed and Confused. I feel like my my definition of best is like, can I watch this movie a million times? Yeah. Can we go to the best list, please? We really got it. We're skimping on the worst, though. We'll get there. We'll get there. Number three, Dazed and Confused. I just saw it at the New Beverly a uh, month or so ago. Unbelievable. <laughs> Slacker is better than Days and Confused. Okay, that's for your list. It is. I, I, I no, Days and Confused to me is sort of a like. What's like, it about? It's about a guy who won't um, sign uh, a pledge. Yeah, and then is just kind of we just hang out in this world, and rarely does yes. that work. Mm -hmm. But it so works. With I Jessica love a Confused. hangout movie. Me too. Yes. And this one from the chat could be the worst movie on here. Animal House. Mm. You know, look, I will stand by the final 20 minutes of Animal House to me. May I have 10,000 marbles, please? When I... he gets the marbles and then because it's got the philosophy. Look, unfortunately, Animal House is very funny in parts. It really That's is. The final 20 got, minutes of the movies. It's also me, just real that. 70s where the parts of it that are fucked up are the most fucked up things on Earth. But mm -hmm. also just watching it now, you're like, what a crazy time. I like the fact that regardless of the things that did not age well and all that stuff, the movie, the final point of the movie is that if we lose, everybody loses. The, and you the could movie not... is a little bit about their rapists, not racers, but it's snobs versus no, it's a it's, classic it's snobs. Yeah, but, snobs. It's, but they're creeps. They're creeps and they're awful and they're, they, they're all awful but monsters. They're less bad than Revenge of the Nerds. 
Yeah. I, yes. If you're going to go down that road, Revenge yeah. of the Nerds is it's indefensible. But yeah. what well, do you get Belushi? Or are, are there? I remember when John Belushi passed away. I was watching television and you, live you, at weren't, five, at, you weren't at the shadow I, <laughs> I was getting out of the chateau yikes you know I what i i will put wiping on... the room of fingerprints you know what i think is better for the worst list is stripes or meatballs are the two that i think i watched and did not laugh one time meatballs Meatballs is harmless. Ultimately, <laughs> it's, it's got a good Canadian film. Yes, Meatballs it is has, so Canadian. It does have a very good song. <laughs> what that the Meatballs? Oh, that's a Meatballs. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but it's a harmless Canadian. Stripes film. is pretty bad. Stripes, Stripes is disappointing. Is it also has. So let's let's think about those. I'm going to talk to this caller. You guys think about which of the movies from that era we want repped on the thing. Stripes, Meatballs, Animal House. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. This is Mikey from Los Angeles. Mikey from Los Angeles. Where are you calling from in Los Angeles, Mikey? How close are you to me? I don't, what neighborhood? I don't want you coming after me. What? Uh, I, I will not. I promise. We actually uh, know each other, and I also know Molly. Uh, Tom, you moderated a Q&A for number seven, Clifford, uh, did, a few months yes. ago. Mm-hmm. Were you one of the people uh, responsible uh, for staging my- that? Yes, me and my friends put that on. Well, you oh, is are this Mikey Bebe. Yes, of Hollywood Hello, Entertainment. Molly. Great, yes. great name. Also, that Hollywood Entertainment, very I, searchable. I know, I know with you the guys, two O's, Mikey. The two zeros. Oh, with all the zeros, yeah. It's you know, I wish we would have thought of the the username like five years ago when uh, just straight Hollywood Entertainment took it. But it is confusing, for sure. Well, thank you, first of all, for helping get Joe Flaherty on the show. That was. An all-time highlight for me, so I appreciate that, Mikey. Oh yeah, no problem, no problem. It was uh, that was really special hearing that, mm-hmm. um, and I'm glad that you guys got to interact. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. What do you What do you got for the uh, list, yeah, Mikey? Um, well, I have a few, uh, and I'm just going to go through them quick. I also want to say someone mentioned the Impractical Jokers movie earlier as being a bad movie. Um, Not me, man. They no. saw that bit with Murr. Well, that bit with Murr in the cave as like the the little cave dweller, like you would not be saying it's a bad movie uh, after seeing that oh, part. I saw. That's I like saw. Oh, I saw. I, uh, Mikey, I saw it. Yeah, the Chris uh, Henchy directed yeah, for, uh, *Impractical uh, Jokers*. Yes, we're fans. Number um, yeah. Yeah, for the best movie, I would say um, would be uh, Richard Kelly's *Southland Tales*. I haven't heard anyone say that yet, and I think that's a movie that just has it all. Uh, everything you can want in a movie. This is um, that was the guy who made Donnie Darko. Yeah. his big follow up, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it's incredible. Yes, I'm pro Southland Tales. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Donnie Darko. Ne- but yeah, Southland could... Tales absolutely. I'm a on huge all fan. Levels. The box is also really good. The one he made after that with James Marsden and Cameron Diaz. It's like a '70s thriller. It's mm-hmm. really good. Okay. Yeah, the box is cool. I ain't then, never um, seen worst, Southland uh, Tales. I'm scared. I oh, you should it. do it. I've never seen it either. Oh, you should it. both do it. it seems like As a fans lot of, movie. of cinema, you need to experience. Seems like it. a lot of movie. It's yeah. really. It's you're you're both the audience. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I think. Give me something else, Mikey. Mikey, Mikey, give me something else. Give me something else. All right. Um, for another another good one. Uh, for the best, I would say Hoop Dreams. Uh, because no one's mentioned that. 
Hoop Dreams. No, but we will go with Overnight. Find a spot for Overnight, please. What a great, great documentary. (laughs) Number 13, Overnight. Do you know Overnight, Mikey? Overnight is one of my favorite documentaries. Uh, I love seeing Troy Duffy just have the highest highs and the lowest lows Mm -hmm. in that movie. Yeah. Um, And especially just like flying so close to the sun where you feel like you can badmouth like Keanu Reeves just for being nice to you or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, go against uh, Harvey, uh, at, you know, with your movie and everything. But it, yeah, Overnight is amazing. Number th- the reason yeah. that I found out about it, mm-hmm. uh, one of my friends sent me this real estate video of this uh, like drone going through a house trying to sell a house. And there was like an outdoor urinal and it was Troy Duffy's house. So I was like, I have to watch overnight yeah. because of this. It's yeah. so amazing. So great. And number 25, Impractical Jokers movie. <laughs> um, amazing. What else? See, anything else, Mikey? Yeah, I have one for the worst. And I feel like a part of me feels like really bad saying this, but I'm trying to be like objective about it. Um, and I think this is a strong contender for number one. Um, but I'm going to have to say that the Grateful Dead movie is the worst movie of all time. That's the concert film. Yes. Mike. But it also has, it, the reason why I say it is because the whole movie becomes like so front loaded. Cause they have this like 11 minute, just really incredibly uh, done animated sequence where you're just like, wow, mm-hmm. this is amazing. It's kind of also like. Uh, the front cell of the Grateful Dead as artists where you see like mm. skeletons and like mm. all this cool imagery. And then the music kind of sounds like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like how many people who listen to the best show are fans of like trippy animation. <laughs> we got a lot of trippy animation. Fans. They're big liquid television. Uh, <laughs> like the, the, the wall, the Quadrophenia. Wall. These are yeah. like stoner movies. Yeah. Yeah, smoking the weed. This this audience uh, likes the uh, God's greener, <laughs> yeah. a little bit of the old, like the homegrown, Snicky-icky, right? Best best show, fans, best show fans are also readers of heavy metal magazines. Oh, like absolutely! Heavy metal magazine. I had a big yeah. heavy metal the movie soundtrack uh-huh. era last summer. Fair amount of Sammy Hagar, a lot on of that Hagar, Hagar, Asylum Records, Felder. Yep. And also, like, Cheap Trick Discovering Drum Machines. It's yeah. a Irving Azoff production, that mm-hmm. album. Same same as Fast mm-hmm. Times. It rips. Yeah. I'd say Heavy Metal. If we're going to put a, a stoner movie that... Uh, it's it, Is that for best or worst? Either one. I, I could... There, there are sequences in Heavy Metal that um, just don't need to be um, painted on, yeah. on a cell. Of animation. Yeah, my mom still won't let me watch. (laughs) She has not. She has not lifted the ban on that in our house. Um, Mikey, anything else? That's it. Have a great night, guys. Bye, Mike. I got a pick for top number one. What do you? The greatest band of all time. Yeah. And the greatest movie of all time. Oliver Stone's The Doors. Oh come on. What are you doing to me here, Molly? I came to fight. I like its historical accuracy. <laughs> yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. I and also just um, Kyle McLaughlin. 
as Ray Manzarek. Oh, as Ray Manzarek. So as Ray yeah. Manzarek. You, you just can't beat and it. Johnny Drama is. Uh, oh, he's great he's too. What about the Entourage movie? That oh. Entourage the movie should probably go 24. Yeah. Between Jaws and Impractical Jokers the movie. No, it's on no, the good no, list. No, 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 the good, the good list. list. The good this list. This is the good list. I, I was. I That's was what there. I meant I by the there. doors was the entourage <laughs> movie. <laughs> well, then we got there. We so we took the scenic wanted, route, but we got there. I only watch movies about people getting drunk on the Sunset Strip, and that's okay. it. What would you think about Nashville? Where are we going? Oh, I, Nashville is an earnest, correct pick. It's a. It's it's in my heart. Nashville's in my. Heart. I think it's my. It's probably the best movie ever made. In my, I think so. number one, my, Nashville. Number one. Nashville's yeah, Nashville. number one. I feel real good about that. Especially, it sort. It just really covers yeah. Altman. You know what's great about it also is that when when like film, uh, twerps start watching this list and they see Nashville, they go, "Oh, cool. Okay, this is all to get start." And then whatever's <laughs> number two, they'll jokers. be like, oh, dazed and confused, Phantom Thread. They'll yeah. just be like, oh, here we go. Great. And they'll be like, number 10. Huh, Billy Madison uh, over a cabin boy. Okay. <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. All right. Impractical Jokers movie. Uh, like, they get mad as this list unveils. But it starts yeah. off respectable. We should make sure the list starts off very re- respectable. What, what about all that jazz? I hate Bob Fosse. Really? Yeah. Just the whole aesthetic? The I whole, don't whole like deal? the dancing. I do not like his style of choreography. I find it gross, and I find him kind of gross, and I find all that Tell jazz, me like... one gross thing about... <laughs> yeah, what's gross about Bob Fosse? <laughs> I like Sweet Charity. That's my well, Bob there you Fosse go. Do pick. you want to have fun? Fun. fun? I can't snap. Fun. How's about a few laughs? Laughs. We have no Scorsese. Oh, I was going to say, that's my other earnest pick is Casino. Really? Over okay. Goodfellas? Yes, and over... I think Casino for me personally. Really good. The Sharon Stone stuff that... and the James Woods stuff. So we're going to disregard entirely King of Comedy. Okay. Oof. Yes, great. That's, that's so tough. Which has created... Where we live. I love King of Comedy, but I I think in my I think that's the cool person's pick. Like After Hours, those are the cool people's picks. But in my heart of hearts, if you were like you can only watch one Scorsese movie mm-hmm. forever, it's Casino. The freeze frame with Sharon Stone, where she tosses up the chips and mm-hmm. it plays "Love Is Strange" by Mickey and, and I love, Sylvia. It's pretty good. I love the history of Las Vegas. Okay, but. Well, then you might be interested in this, Molly Lambert. This tie. A stage-worn tie by Mr. Don Rickles. Oh, wow. That's cool. Thought you were going to choke me to death with it like the mafia. (laughs) This is a stage-worn belt, Don Rickles. It's getting very, very threatening. (laughs) That's so cool. So, Tom, I have some from the chat. What do you got? Uh, decline two, the metal years. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Obvious. We got to put that on there. Number it's sort eight. Of, it, it's sort of yeah. the birth of what yes. this show is. I think that's yeah. the uniting Pretty factor good. in our taste. I like that too. Decline two. Okay, I have. Uh, let's see here. Do the right thing. Look, I love do the right thing so much. It's really good. I like do the right thing. 
And it didn't get nominated for for nothing. For nothing. You know what it did get nominated for? The best show, top twenty. Yeah. It did, really? and it's going to go in at number eight. Do the right thing. That's a good. That's, well, that's already the decline of Western, Western civilization. Number oh, six. Six. Okay. Do the right do thing. Do the right thing. Six. Um, Jackie Brown. Oof. I love Jackie. Pretty good. Brown. I love Jackie. That's Brown. the best Tarantino. It's movie. really. It, he describes that movie as, oh, if you say your favorite movie to him, your favorite of his movies is Jackie Brown, he goes, oh, you don't like my movies. Yeah, yeah, Like, that's yeah. what he Shut says. Shut up. It's crazy. Really? Is that? Uh, well, because a lot of people who don't like his movies love that movie. That's, I had. I, it's I, the king of comedy of Tarantino movies. That's I, how you signal your. See, I would go with, look, I love Jackie Brown so much. I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I kind of love them all. Like uh, Inglorious Bastards, he's it's not a dud yet. I don't like Death Proof, and I don't like Kill Death. Bill. You didn't, you didn't go see. Did you go see Grindhouse? And oh, experience? I did. Of course, okay. I did. Death yeah, Proof good. is half a movie, and Kill Bill is a double album, so it's never going to be the yes. best. Yeah, it's yes. Kill but Bill I, is a double album by a band you might not like. <laughs> 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 and they sure they did more than you wanted. They really let him stretch out. Yes. But Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown, number 12. Number 12 best, Jackie Brown. Best show, hello. Hello. Hi, to whom am I speaking? Am I on? You are. Welcome to the best show. This I know is- who this is already. I can tell. This is Mary. <laughs> Hi. How are you, yes. Mary? From Lansdale. Mary from Lansdale, Pennsylvania. I'm good. I'm good. Yep. What do you got? Uh, you got anything for the time? You do a movie podcast, Mary versus the Movies. It's a very popular show. What do you got yes, for us, Yes, and Mary? hopefully you'll be a guest soon. I was before, um, and I will I've do it a, again. Absolutely. Um, I've got a worst film for you, and it was mm-hmm. one we did on the show. Ants. It is. Huh? Ants. It is Ants. the toy. Ooh, the toy Ants. Which, Ants with uh, Woody, Woody Allen. I know A N T Z. Yeah, it's there was a Bugs Life, There's and a there Bugs and life. then there was Ants. Liza which with is, a Z. Which God, was, I wish I had thought of Ants. Which is the um, I'm an ant. I don't know what to do. I'm an ant. <laughs> hey, yo, you're an ant. But I have to carry <laughs> my own weight. It's just too. It's too heavy. Hey, yo, I'm a big ant. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, um, the toy, though. The toy, which I saw in the theater. I watched it on home video and cable mm-hmm. many times. It's basically a movie about slavery. slavery. Yes. That's yeah. what the toy is. Oh about? yes. Well, it's he, Richard Pryor's hired to be like a child soldier. A, a basically. rich Jackie Gleason. A rich uh, kid. Uh, his father, Jackie Gleason. Yes, yeah, Scott Schwartz. <laughs> Scott Schwartz, a, a child, goes to a toy store. His father, Jackie Leeson, says, you can have anything in the toy store. And he says, I want the man. I want the yeah. black man. Yeah. And All right, let's go to this bottom list. This is Oof. winding me up now big time. The, 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 the worst list. Number 23, The Toy. That's the third worst movie ever. <laughs> the Toy is so bad. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And it's not that it this, aged bad. It's just. Oh, it was bad then. Yeah. Like how people are like, oh, no, it was a different time. It's like, no, it wasn't. No, it it wasn't. was offensive the minute it came out. People just didn't have 
social media to like address these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just had to accept the toy and then And people were like Richard Pryor has gone through a lot of tough times yeah. and yeah, exactly. we understand. Yeah. Yeah. I think I went through tough times. I watched the toy. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got it hard. Was and that if- you encouraging me to suggest Ford Fairlane? Ooh, Gilbert Godfrey. I, I'm a Ford Fairlane fan. Yeah, of course, you are. Of course. Oh, me yeah. too. Oh, I've never yeah. seen Ford Fairlane. I told you I only watch movies about people drinking on the Sunset Strip. That is that is mm-hmm. uh, the quintessential. He's a heavy metal detective. Rock rock and roll detective. It's true, he is a rock and roll detective. Uh, Billy Idol Cradle Love video yeah. is born out of Ford Fairlane um, and written by Daniel Waters. Mm-hmm. Who wrote Son Heather. of John oh, Waters? What about no, no, no. what about toys? I wouldn't even bring toys as a great toys, idea. Barry Levinson's toys. Well, let's put toys at twenty two next, next to, to the, the toy. toy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, yeah. You got anything else, Mary? Um, look, I know this isn't going to get on the best, but I'm just gonna go to go to bat for um, Gremlins Two. Gremlins Two is really fun, mm-hmm. and I I recognize it, but I I. I it won't go on. I saw a skit about no. Gremlins 2 that is going to knock your socks off by Key and Pete. Sure. <laughs> I, I know them. It's about from the sexy YouTube. female Gremlin. I love their skits so much. They're, they do. I saw a car vanity plate today that said yeah. Gremlins. That was Joe Dante's car. <laughs> I saw that. Is, I mean, you saw it said Gremlins? Yeah, it was a vanity plate that said Gremlins. Were they driving a Gremlin? No. It was just a like a Kia. How could they allow that? You should be forced to drive a gremlin. Yeah, that seems like, like a seventy-seven gremlin yeah. all around. Um, no, the uh, I saw a license plate the other day. It said Max Cherry. Ooh, wow! Was, yeah, was it Quentin Tarantino wow. being it, like? It was him. He now apparently drives also a Kia. He was tri- had it shipped from Israel. He's tricking you into complimenting yeah. Jackie Brown so he can tell you that you don't like his You movies. don't like his movies. Did we place Jackie Brown? We did not. No, oh, you did. It's number go. 12. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we did. did. My number 12. Oh, look at the fight behind the scenes. I mean, someone's going to be on it. I'm oh. not focused on my rock career. Time. All right. What do we got here? Mm-hmm. It looks like the top 25. We only have four left. One, yeah, which is... Two. Yeah. We're going to fill out the worst. I do have three worst from the chat. Okay. Mary, uh, I'm going to say goodbye. Good night. <laughs> bye, bye. Okay, let's go to the chat. Here what we go. go. Joker. Oh, I tried to bring up Joker earlier. Yeah. I think we should do Joker 2 Falia de, and that also counts as king of comedy. If you do Joker, it does count as... Like, Joker should be in the middle of the two. That's the because, one in like, the middle. It should be King of Comedy on this one side and Joker on the other side. That, that, yeah, that they pair really next yeah. to each other. But what about another Todd Phillips film? And it might be for the best list. Hated. Frat house. Not Frat House. <laughs> but we could do Frat House. Frat House is good. Hated the Gigi yes, Allen, Allen story. Who passed on? He did. He passed on. Uh, he's no longer with us. Um... Or Hangover 3, kind of the same vibe. Ooh. Or School for Scoundrels. School for Scoundrels. Let's put School for Scoundrels, number two on the best list. No, I'm kidding. That's <laughs> Paul, Paul Shear um, is yeah. calling right now. He's driving over here. Be like, hey, what are you doing? I'm excited <laughs> for Joker 2, Folly Adieu with Lady mm-hmm. Gaga. Because I am, too. 
I'm the person it. who's been clamoring for a remake of Scorsese's New York, New York, starring yeah. Lady Gaga in the Liza Minnelli role. And uh-huh. I feel like that's what this that's will a be. great idea. Well, it's like if that was king of comedy, this will be New York, New York. It's a musical. I think we've got to stick with. Let's go to that worst list again, please. Yeah. Joker sucks so bad. <laughs> I liked it. It really sucks. You liked it? I liked me and my wife liked it. We but were you're, like, you're an incel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, you're kind of red pill. I am. I look, I you're am all right. Yeah. And I am going over to Club Random after this. <laughs> and you don't have to be vaccinated. And not a Club Random, you don't. No. It is. No. Um, They're worried about the chlamydia Club Random. <laughs> chlamydia. They're worried about Islam at Club Random, Oof. and that's. Did you ever hear? Do you hear the one we was talking to Jeff Ross, and Jeff Ross is like, "Do you like?" I was watching the show about uh, the Sex Pistols, and Bill Maher goes, "I hate that stuff. <laughs> Punk is the worst music." It's terrible. What, what do, garbage. What kind of music does Bill Maher But then he says, to? the one band is Green Day that I like. <laughs> they did something with punk. Molly, you've introduced a, a whole other list, which is what music does Bill Maher Yeah, listen that's to? a whole other show. Bill Maher's iPod. I'm very... Bill Maher's iPod. Yeah. Please just, come back. You made me think about July, it. I can't imagine it. We are going it. to do Bill Maher's iPod on the show. I'm that's, not kidding. Yeah. It's going to be three hours Bill Maher's iPod. It's fantastic. Best, the worst list, please. We're going to place Joker. Uh, Joker should go number 15 on the worst list. Then we get a good run of 8mm, Ferris Bueller, High Fidelity, and Joker. Joker. <laughs> Two more from the chat. Titanic. Never saw it. I saw it a year ago. Julia showed it to me and was just like, you finally have to watch Really? Titanic. You yeah. finally you caved? I did. Okay. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it's good. I'm not crazy about it's it. It's fine. It's, it's a good movie. I mean, at this point. But it's th- no Terminator 2. That would be my James Cameron. Yeah, pick. me too. Yeah. Not the abyss. Not the abyss. And then so another uh, for the worst list uh, pitch is Fever Pitch. I feel like High Fidelity covers that. Yeah, yeah I think probably. so. That's We've got Hornby. enough of Nick. Uh, <laughs> what's his name again? Nick, Nick Hornsby. Hornsby. Nick Hornsby. Yeah. Do I make you horns be, baby? <laughs> oh, Mike Myers. That's what I was going to say. The Love Guru. Love Guru, number 16. Let's just get a streak right there. That row is looking incredible. That's a, that's a good row. Yeah. Should Hello, we... best show. Hi, uh, Tom, Hello? Molly, Jake. This is Lucas from OKC. I think we have two people on the line at once. We have Lucas, and do we have somebody else? I'm Lucas. Oh, we have somebody else. I'm going to talk to Lucas first, and then I will talk to the other caller. I, I put two on by uh, uh, accidentally. So, Lucas, what do you got for us? Uh, well, first, I want to say I stayed up to like 3 a.m. watching uh, I Think You Should Leave, and uh, your appearance on there was a surprise. It was just like, oh, it's Tom. Hey. It's it was, not me. That was a hilarious sketch. That was so fun. It's not me. I've heard <laughs> um, that all day. It's not me. <laughs> 
Uh, well, I've got a few for the topic, and actually, you got I've been on the line for like an I'm hour. Serious, and, it is uh, not me. Just, I'm. This is my new favorite. I haven't watched it yet. It's not me. I haven't I watched swear, it. There's a guy that looks like you, Christ, and you've gotten texts all day. I swear to Christ, it's not me. Because people are running to watch this new season. Right, of, I think they're rushing. Yeah. They're rushing. Bama rush, and the, then Netflix <laughs> doing their usual incredible job of promoting. I will it. talk about this once. It is not me. I don't know what people are talking about. Apparently, there's some rogue me out there. It ain't me, man. I was not on. I think you should leave. It's not me. And I will never speak. Well, your evil twin was hilarious. Well, thank you. So what do you got for us, Lucas? Uh, well, so I, I was waiting to do The Love Guru because that movie is a war crime. Oh, well, it just made the list. It just made favorite it. Movie. Uh, so I had a backup, and then I also got another one maybe for the good list. So my backup is uh, I was trying to think of movies that, like, dumb guys think are, like, smart movies. You know, like your yeah, Fight Club Clockwork or whatnot. Orange. Number yeah, 25. Yeah. <laughs> I think Clockwork Orange could be the worst movie. Because mm, it's a movie that dumb dumb dumbs think they're getting smart with. Ooh, I like Clockwork Orange, but, but I, I respect. Then, we'll then I will hold I off on your, your I'm a fan your as well, but I okay. respect where you you're know coming what I'm going from. With. I know, you know what you're I'm talking about because it's, yeah. it's a... It gets into a, a film school vibe. Much like that Joker, a great dangerous. film ruined by its fans. Well, that's the big Lebowski. Oh, that's true. That's true. But it, if you still watch it. The movie's great. You don't movie's think great. about those dumb fans. The movie's it fantastic. Stays, it stays pure in my mind. The chat is saying Fight Club is the movie you're thinking of, Tom. Yeah, I hate Fight Club. Number 20 on the bad list, yeah. Fight Club. I also love Fight Club. Uh, well, so the one that I was going to bring up in that is Boondock Saints. I'm kind of a boring. Well, we got, well, we got uh, overnight. overnight represents yeah. Boondock Saints. This is what I found uh, out. My taste is a little bit like a guy who just got a Scarface poster. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Okay. I saw Beverly that. Hills Cop for the first Beverly time, and all Cop, I could talk sure. about was how sh- good it is. I got one of those wrapped around Wolverine my wife, shirts. She had never seen it, and she, Incredible. she loved it. It's a, yeah. They were originally written for Sylvester Stallone. Great movie. Just yeah. like Rocky. Hey, yo, you put a banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they punched it up for Eddie Murphy, but I think that scene was still in for some... Hey, I put a banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> hey, I'm from Detroit. What's watch- all this weird art you got yeah. You guys watching Tulsa King? Uh, I have not started. Oh, you got to watch it if you want to hear Sloan be like, hey, what's up with this they, them pronoun? <laughs> oh, cool. Great. Good. Finally. I do want to watch his I've reality. I've been in all that in my neighborhood. I did notice <laughs> on the good. chart that he had not weighed in yet on pronouns. And thankfully, was waiting the celebrity him. list of everybody feeling we need to know where they stand on. Well, his character is a little character. out of touch because sure. he's been in jail until yes. he comes to Tulsa. If, Lu- you, if you want a fun evening, check out Frank Stallone's Instagram. Thank you, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I get one more for the... Oh, you can't. <laughs> Hello, Besho? The person who is kindly on hold? Yes, it's you. To whom am I speaking? Hi, I'm... This is Janine from Milwaukee. Janine, how are you tonight? I'm great. Great. Who's the greatest person to ever come out of Milwaukee? Fonzie. Fonzie, that's right. You're right. (laughs) What do you got for us tonight, Janine? (laughs) 
So I I have some very sincere faves. Okay. But um, this list is very right sincere. One of them. What do you got? You yeah, got... well, I mean, yes. Okay. Uh, I loved do the I had do the right thing on there. We got also, it at number six. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. And um, Harold and Maud is my personal fave. Oh, I don't like it. I'm so sorry, Janine. Oh, okay, Tom. I knew that would happen. It's and like a pre- you know what it's like. It's like a it's like a how to guide for twerps. <laughs> is that Hal no. Ashby's body of work or just Harold and Maud? Just Harold and Maud. Just Harold and Maud. Okay. Uh, being there. Being there. Molly hates being I there. I do hate being there. You think Peter Sellers is a twerp and being there? I think Peter Sellers is a twerp, kind of. What uh, about uh, the party? Oh, bad. Oh, that's a party, great choice for worst, actually. No, no bueno at the party. That's a movie people oh. try to tell you is yeah. good and it's wrong. And yeah. you go, Number one on that is The Party, next to Blues Brothers, please, on the worst list. Oh, you know what's what? one of the worst movies I've ever seen? 1941. It doesn't oh. work. Back to it really doesn't work. It just doesn't work. He Spielberg, not a comedy director. He's not a funny yeah, person. Maybe number four on the worst list, 1941. It's a rough one. I've tried. I watched it multiple times. Yeah. And it's just like every move he makes is just like the bigger. He thinks bigger is better every time. And I, Joe Flaherty was on the show a couple weeks ago, and he was in 1941, and he was talking about it, and he was literally saying that Steven Spielberg would be like, so what do you think? Is this funny? Is that funny? Like he just didn't have instincts. For, yeah. And then you watch him on a set otherwise and he's like running. Well, everywhere. that's what the Fableman's he's, all about. He can't deal yeah. with people. He can only deal with like like shots and machines because yeah. his parents, his mom cucked his dad. That's the one stretch. <laughs> with yes. Uncle Benny. That's the one stretch but it is, where he was trying to be a cool dude. It's also. very funny. Spielberg. It's yeah. very funny for a Jew to not be funny at all. That What yeah. a great statement. You know? Yeah. What a great statement. Fableman's made me love him and understand. Okay. What, what, uh, Janine, anything else? Okay. So I only had one other best. It was Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. But my worst one is um, a movie that just made my heart hurt so bad. And it was just so awful. And it's an American Carol. Oh, is that the um, Kelsey Grammer movie? So yes. Yeah. With um, Kevin Sorbo uh, from Harley the... and David Zucker. Yes. Oh, I, I haven't it. seen it, but it, I feel That's very rough. comfortable putting it on the number list. eight. Yeah. American Carol, which is the right wing oh, Christmas Carol movie. Yeah. One of the Zucker brothers just yeah. went. David went cuckoo <laughs> as soon as 9 11 happened. Yeah. Yes. John Boyd is in it. Robert Davi. Um, Real who's who? Somebody else too. Yeah, Scott right. Scott Bayo. It's just sick. It made me so so upset. <laughs> well, Janine, you mo- you made the list. It made the list. You got it. Thanks for the call. Made the list. Now it's better. You did it. Bye bye. Um, I did it. <laughs> you did it. I got three best from the chat. What do we got? Blade. We know my Snipes. love of Blade. I like Blade. I love Blade. My love of Blade. You know the thing I like about Blade is that he's he has all their strengths and none of their weaknesses because he's a uh, he's half human, <laughs> half vampire. Yeah. 
I even said last week, somebody said to me, oh, I literally said this last week behind the scenes on the show. Somebody said something to me. He's like, use it. And I said, what are you, Whistler from Blade? <laughs> That's where I'm at. at Somebody point. said, use it. They're like, oh, use the frustration. Use the frustration. And I was like, I mean, like Whistler told Blade to do? Use this. You know, throw me my freaking uh, sunglasses next? Who knew that that's where Blade's power lay when he What's, threw those sunglasses? He's like, and then you gotta, I think you gotta send Blade thirty dollars on Venmo. That's what you need to do. One, one of the best lines in Blade is, of course, some mfers always trying to skate uphill. Number seven. Uh, no, the wrong list. Can you see the good list, please? <laughs> Blade will be our nod to superhero movies. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say if there was a. Well, strict... except for Ant Man and the Wasp, we have. Number. Number 11, Blade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Time Bandits. Oh, I do. I did love Time Bandits when I saw it as a, a child. I don't know if it makes it, though. And this is Spinal Tap. Ooh. This is Spinal Tap. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty unbeatable. Pretty I feel unbeatable. like it overlaps too much with Decline, the Metal Years. I think you're right. I think that's fun. yeah. That's, that's represents that. Okay, let's see who else we got. Back to the phones. We're keeping the move. We're filling this list out. Now, Molly, what are you up to? What what's 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 going on with you? Oh, now? I'm getting well, ready to do another podcast. Another another narrative podcast. Okay. It's going to be about Jenna Jameson and the Valley and awesome the collapse of the porn industry into streaming okay because that your previous you did the heidi fleiss epic yes i'm excited to cast all my all my podcast friends as Mm -hmm. uh porn figures valley porn figures i'm actually wearing my jacket today from caballero home video one of the uh that's cool some people might think ordering a jacket from a porn studio on ebay is something you wouldn't want to do but i'm no i i think it's it's for talk dirty to me too Mm -hmm. that is uh sure it seems like something that would be in in my closet yeah i have a Friday's satin jacket (laughs) so when can we look when are you going to do that is that later this year later later I have a Lou Grant satin jacket, so we are very, we're kindred souls, we wanna, Jake we're and I. To trade jackets. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to suggest a sports film. Ooh, what's that? Uh, Bull Durham. Okay. I saw Bull Durham for the first time, and then mm-hmm. all I could talk about for like a month was Bull Durham and sure. how it was good. Mm-hmm. Or it, it White is... Men Can't Jump, both written by the same <clears throat> guy. Ron Shelton. These both fall into the movies I can watch a lot. Bull Durham I saw when it, uh, came out. I think I saw it second run at the Bleecker Street Cinema, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. But I I don't remember anything about it. I've seen it once and mm-hmm. never again. Susan Sarandon has sex with minor league baseball yeah, players. Yeah, totally. To make them good at baseball. Yes. I enjoyed the movie. I don't know. Okay, here we go. We're gonna so we're gonna put a pin in Bull Durham. I have a good worst. Well, let me just get this guy. Hello, best show. Good evening, Tom. Yes, good evening to you. To whom am I speaking? Hi, oh, this is uh, Steiner in Massachusetts. But Hello. Before I have a few for the topic for you. What do you got? Okay. Uh, well, let's start with the worst movie. 
Okay. I would have to say 2018 Gotti. John Travolta. And I talked about Gotti. John Travolta. Yeah. Gotti. What are we thinking about Gotti? Pretty anymore? bad. Gotti's pretty bad. I've seen it. Okay. I, I, I didn't see Gotti. I did enjoy it. I, okay. I started it and, mm. um, and then I think. I think Deb said, hey, turn that off. We're okay. not going to do that. Um, I think that's a pretty good sign of, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. What else do right. you have? What else do you have, my friend? Anything else? Yeah, sure. Uh, best, it's it's a bit of a sleeper from Trent Harris, 1991's Reuben and Ed with Howard Hessman, Karen Black. <laughs> I own it on Blu-ray, <laughs> sir. <laughs> As, as well as <laughs> yes, the, the Beaver Trilogy. That's what I thought yeah. was going to happen. People like, freebie in the bean. <laughs> you have an autographed copy? Well, that, well this is the only yeah, way you could I get it for a while. SMU <laughs> really? Option. Yeah, or SMU. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, one more real quick. And okay. Then I know time is Ruben pressing. and Ed. Worst okay. metal movie. Anvil. Anvil, the story of Anvil? Yeah. Mike, AP Mike, are you there? Uh-oh. Mike had some thoughts about Anvil. I remember we talked about Anvil when it came out. About uh, yeah. lips and... Lips. Yeah. It's a little handsy. Yeah, I'm here. Remember Anvil? Wasn't well, that dude was yeah. a little handsy, right? Yeah, I mm. thought Anvil was great. Okay. okay. <laughs> this guy don't like it. I don't know what his problem is. I just wa- I watched it again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mike, wait, what's what's missing on this list, Mike? Yeah, um, I haven't seen anybody chime in. I would love, Strozik? love, love Strozik? for Caligula find to Caligula. Caligula to find a home on this list. Uh, do you care if it ends up on the worst? <laughs> no. <laughs> Number eleven yeah, on the worst, yeah, yeah. Caligula. Finally, uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his name? Bob Guccione. Bob Guccione. Yeah. Finally, so get him he, in the director's rec- chair. <laughs> Let's get more nudity. Let's get some sex in this thing. Like the guy who made Caligula was like, it's kind of one of the funniest stories ever. If I, I, I half know the story, to be fair. Like this dude shot this thing, and then Bob Guccione goes back and just basically shoots pornography and then adds it to the like the like the like historical epic that this guy made he shoots full-on pornography and just slides it into the original movie no so there's there's a very long oral scene let's put it that way oh it's very uniquely bad because nobody gets what they want if you watch it Good oh, good Lord. If you want a movie that's not a porn, you don't yeah. get that. And if you want a movie that is a porn, there's a historical drama spliced into it. I just watched this Falco uh, biopic last I night. I was going to, I saw it like 15 oh, years yeah. ago. And it had more nudity in it than than I was stunned. It had five it's nude scenes in this shocking. Falco. It's a shocking film. I remember I had a DVD of it. It lost it. It, it had subtitles and everything. Yeah. And I, th- the fact that a Falco biopic exists. Yeah. Um, well, Jake, he was the first. Uh, he had the first German language number one hit in course, America. I know. I I seen the Falco movie. Guys, yeah. don't you know how you, those <laughs> Europeans? <laughs> um, but I, I, sure, sure. I, I, I didn't think it was that bad. No, I liked Falco. Yeah, and I liked the movie. It told the story of a great man. 
Tacomasaurus in town. Hello. Whoa. Vienna calling. Uh, Mike, anything else missing on the list? You got your beloved Caligula on there. Um, uh, how about uh, nobody's mentioned the human centipede? That guy has a Tom is Tom Six. He has a movie out that no one will distribute because it's apparently just so gross mm-hmm. that I, of course I want to see it. Yeah, but. What's it called? I, I don't know. I forget the title. What but could be worse than the human centipede? Yeah, this the imagination. You're now. You're making me curious. Yeah, the, yeah, the human centipede. I can't put human centipede on this thing. It's Mike. it's like that make me throw up when I look at the list. What else? Do you Anything? want it on best or worst, Mike? Well, that's for worst. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mike's an agent of chaos. He doesn't care which one. It is. <laughs> so, anything else, Mike? You got? I can't. Uh, natural born killers. Yeah, number seventeen on the worst list. Natural born killers. Wow, Oliver yeah. Stone hater brigade. And I rewatched podcast. Natural Born Killers uh, Thanks, recently, and and uh, we we enjoyed it. I like I liked it. Yeah, cool. A little but movie I, called JFK. Cool. Also, uh-huh, okay. so I remember seeing JFK and JFK it was rocks. important stuff. It, I mean, the whole thing about JFK you got to remember is like JFK. Got blown away. I mean, that's something you go watch three hours with that. I just summed that whole movie up in 15 seconds. JFK blown away. What else do I have to say? Ruthless people. Ruthless people. Okay. For the bad list? I, I just, well, I just bring it up because there's no Billy Joel representation. That's true. And he he did sort of historically lead the soundtrack with it's Modern true. Woman. Well, I was going to put Easy Money on the best list, obviously. That is... Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> I watched that a year ago on Double Threat with Julie. It was... Another... How does that hold up? I haven't seen it. It don't. <laughs> I, but you know what? Another incredible song yeah. by Billy Joel. Easy Money. That opens up uh, An Innocent Man. Billy Joel's album where he p- pays tribute to yes to the music of yesteryear. Uh, I hate <laughs> when he does that. That's his Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. And tell her about Speaking it. Speaking of which, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. I don't know if any of you saw the I, Clint Eastwood, the Jer- Jersey the Boys? Jersey Boys movie. It's incredible. Watched it at two thirty in the morning one night. It's great. And and that it was. He made the completely unprecedented choice to just cast everybody who was in the musical mm-hmm. so it's all 35 year olds playing teenagers it, it, it's great it's it, goodfellas the musical it's go- it's a goofy film i watched it at 2 30 in the morning i, uh-huh. I decided oh yeah let me mm. finally get around to this so there reminds me of bad films exit to eden that's the dan Aykroyd. uh dan oh. Aykroyd, rosie o'donnell sex island yeah we might have to put that on the worst list let me just talk to this call hello caller welcome to the show Hi, Tom. This is Sharon in Los Angeles. Sharon in Los Angeles, one of my favorites. How are you tonight, Sharon? Thank you. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. What do you got for the... You got anything for the list? I do. I have one best to worst. Let's hear it. Um, Best. This is actually my favorite movie that I'm offering up. Uh, unquestionably. The movie is Hamlet 2 with Steve Coogan. <laughs> it's a really funny movie. It's a movie. good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sharon, I think we might part ways on this one. 
I don't know. You don't, you don't like it? Well, I only have... To we only fair, have two slots. I have left. slot two or five on the best movies ever and, list. I don't know if I don't know if we're going to this. It's the yeah, second best movie ever. It's a really funny movie. Let's go to the worst list for a second, though, real quick. I want to suggest okay, Pat yeah. Byrne is putting a suggestion in here. One of the banes of his existence. Number seven on the worst list: Drowning Mona will make the list. Pat Oof, yeah. hates that movie. I have two for the uh, worst list, personally. What do you got? And they're both sequels. Uh-huh. So, Ocean's 12. Ocean's 12 is pretty bad. I, that one went right through un- me. Unmemorably bad. That's the one where Julia Roberts... Oh, she's herself. ...pretends to be Julia. You like, look just you, like her. You look a lot like... You look just uh, like Julia Roberts. Did Soderbergh make that one? I he did. If you made he Sex did. Lies and Videotape, I will pretend well, I do not see it. If you make ooh, a bad movie, best list, go to the best sex list. Sex Lies and Videotape. Best list, best list. Sorry, guys. No. We're not going with that. We're going with number five, Out of Sight. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a really great movie. Correct. What about Dr. Detroit? At number two, <laughs> the second best movie ever. <laughs> second best movie ever, Dr. Detroit. Yeah, I had this thought the other day. How do I explain <laughs> to my daughter the plot of Dr. Detroit? Well, you show her Dr. Oh, Detroit. Simple. You take you her to Dr. Detroit. I, I, at what age? But you like, tell her about mom. <laughs> this is the, the thing. How the was, how was Dr. Detroit pitched? It's historically. Said he's you, he made Ghostbusters. A pimp. He's a pimp. He's a pimp. He's a but cool he's not, but, superhero pimp. But, but here's the thing. He was a college professor. Yeah. Who somehow finds himself standing in to be a pimp, creating mm-hmm. the character of Doctor Detroit mm-hmm. to fight off Mom? It's a crazy mixed mixed up identity exactly. caper. You could put it on the best or the worst, but I yeah. it, it's it's in my heart. My other sequel is Highlander Two: The Quickening. I don't know it. Don't know it. Oh my God, Sharon, do you have anything else? Yes. Yeah. Worst. Um, the one first one I feel really strongly about it's kind of like in the high fidelity ballpark, but it's so much worse. Is Five Hundred Days of Summer? Yeah, that's, oh, go that's ahead. bad. Because I want to say this: if we put Five Hundred Days of Summer in this, does that mean there's no spot for Garden State? Ooh. Ooh. I feel like all these are all covered it's, under what, Harold and Maude. Should Garden State be the worst movie on this list? I feel I think 500 Days of Summer is a little worse. But no, but I think but it's Garden State. think about how many people saw Garden State, were moved by it, yeah, bought I the soundtrack, and and connected. That really like yeah, they're both really bad. Yeah, I love that moment where it's just like oh, yeah, this band will change your life. One of the shins, really? Yeah, shins will change my life. Okay, there are, really, and the and the moment... my life's that movable that it'll change. <laughs> the shins are changing that much about my life. That's a more says more about my life than anything. Well, his life is really boring. It's true. He is like that wallpaper. He blended <laughs> right in. He, he blends blends right, right in. in. Garden State is um, chasing Amy. I love chasing Amy. I recuse Amy. myself from my good friend Kevin Smith. Yeah, pro pro mall rats, pro I chasing recu- Amy. I, I, I what about yoga myself. hosers? I recuse We're not myself recused, from recused. Kevin Smith. Okay, we'll leave Kevin Smith out of this. Uh, I'd like to say worst movie, uh, 
What's uh, Requiem for a Dream? I hate. It's a rough, uh, rough watch. Rough stuff. That's the one I hate. People okay. who like it because they're sure. like, "What? Do you need to see that more than once?" No, you don't. Right. Sharon, do you have anything else? Yeah, just objectively bad. It's so bad that like they released like so, somebody leaked a version of this movie without the effects like a few days before, and. Uh, it's, it's like that much of a joke is called uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. It's unwatchable. X-Men Origins Wolverine. I might have to go with Deadpool. Ooh, yeah. Deadpool might be the worst movie of all time. I think you're inspiring Deadpool on the Deadpool. And or I haven't seen it? Deadpool, but just. Should, uh, should we put the Deadpool they're shooting right now during the writer strike where the script is locked and he can't Let's improvise. put Deadpool 3 at number yeah. 6 on the Deadpool list. Three. Doesn't yeah. come out for another year. I can get behind that. Deadpool 3 at number 6 on the worst list. We all agree on Deadpool 3. Okay. Thanks, Sharon. I will talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you. Hi. Have a good night. All right. Three more calls. We're moving it along. We're in the home stretch only... Three on the worst list and one on the best list to go. Hello, best show. Hi, Tom. This is uh, Jonathan in Houston. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing uh, well tonight. I think... um, What do you got for us? Molly just made a point in the last call that nobody responded to, but I think it's a good observation that Harold and Maude covers a lot of ground. I think... So you're you're proposing then... That that's if Harold not, and Maud is the top of the pyramid, I think you can look yeah. at Harold and Maud, and it'll take you to the party, yeah. the Love Guru, and Asteroid yeah. City. Most of all, Harold and Maud is directly responsible for the Twee. But the then twee it garbage. also gets us. It gets us five hundred days and Garden State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's still true. I do go. hate. I hate Twee unconventional romance. Now that you yeah. mentioned, yeah, it. that is a really. But that gives me an idea for the best list that I'll get to. Okay. All right, Jonathan, we're going to con- consult and, and and ponder. What what else you got? I got like a bunch of rapid fire I can go and then go I, for I'm going to make the argument on the worst. Go you for it. You want me to do the rapid fire? Rapid fire, rapid fire. Uh, so I'm not going to know 2001 Space Odyssey, Step Brothers, The Thing, Cabaret. I think you need a musical. These are good. Kiwi should be in over Ed Wood. E.T. should be in over Jaws and McCabe and Mrs. Miller. That's my rapid fire. Well, Nashville's going to cover McCabe and Mrs. Miller. We're going to get one Altman on there. I like putting McCabe second, though. That would be pretty exciting. (laughs) That'd be a real movie (laughs) critic move. Listen, Altman back to back. Or would you do McCabe or would you do Long Goodbye? Long Goodbye is, you got Elliot Gould. Mm-hmm. And that cat, my like head says of, McCabe, but my heart says long. Goodbye. That's how I feel, Molly. Well, I got to say for number two on the list. Yes, it's the long goodbye. <laughs> and now we are closed off on the top 25. I like how the last American Virgin is in there. But Fast Times at Richmond High is not. Yeah, I like last American Virgin. Better, I know. Yeah. Personally, the best line in Fast Times at Richmond High is when he goes, your mommy's all right. Your daddy's all right. They just seem a little bit weird. It gets the lyrics yeah. just like a little wrong. A little bit. They seem a little bit weird. <laughs> Jonathan, do you feel redemption yeah. with Long Goodbye going in at number two? 
Because that's perfect now. These uh, film nerds go, are going to look at this and go, you're, oh, I, I trust That's yeah. what's so funny, right? Yeah, it really yeah. starts to go, yeah. Clifford. Yeah. Clifford. <laughs> Cannibal, run. You want to hear my art? Vampire's kiss. What's that? What do you got on the worst? <laughs> the worst, I'm going to say American Sniper. American Ooh. Sniper. <laughs> that's yeah. a bad movie. It's uh, so bad. Passion and of the like, Christ. I could go up. Apocalypto? Sniper, I think is like, and I like Apocalypto. Did you guys see She Said, the movie? Uh, uh, no, but no. I'm against it. I, I, it was a, it's just a bad movie. It's like, you know, it's a horrible mm-hmm. thing that happened. Uh-huh. But like, it was like, seems a little soon to be making this movie. Yeah, and, I didn't and see it. It's just oh, I'm drag. produced by Brad Pitt America. because he was trying to cover for other stuff. <laughs> American Sniper is like morally reprehensible, but it's also just like you're right. A bad movie. Here's Number five, American Sniper. Guys, what? I think Thanks. you're getting yeah. it all wrong. Why? Clint Eastwood hates the war. He's the American Sniper is a critique of American snipers. <laughs> then it's not pro-American sniper. I think he's pro-American. No, he's snipers. not. I swear to God. All right, then let's hold off on American Sniper. No, I no. I think you can't watch that movie. I think it should be the Mule. It's it's a it's a poorly made movie. If that's what he was going for, the Mule, where he has two three ways. Yeah, that's a better bad Clint Eastwood movie. The Mule number five. There's also, they showed the trailer for that before I saw A Star is Born, Uh and they both had a part about like a pecan farm. Bradley Cooper is in both. It's a connected universe. We, Jonathan, thanks for the call. Thank you. Great topic. Thank you, buddy. Are we down to just one? This the worst. Is, movie we are of down all time? to the worst movie of all time. Wow. We have one to go. Jake, wow. what are you up to? What's what's twenty twenty three looking like for you? You have a, a the blessed event, of course, of hanging out with my daughter Tallulah. Amazing, and uh, that's it, man. I got the uh, I got a little podcast. Everybody's got podcasts. Mm-hmm. You want to check mine out? www.jake.army. and uh, that's a vanity URL. Mm-hmm. I'll point you to the Patreon. And sure. it's what also, country is that actually? <laughs> it's uh, the, the dot army. It's usually like. Yeah, it's uh, I I don't know what country it is. It's Armenia. It's in Armenia, probably. Besho, hello. Hello, this is Kaylee in Brooklyn. Kaylee in Brooklyn, I know you. Yeah, yeah, you do. Some would call you one of the students of the Besho, one of Tom's (laughs) children. (laughs) In quotes. Okay. Not literally. Said that you're the one who said that. Yeah. What are you, what's Tommy's going on, Kim? Tommy's tots. I am so excited to bring up one of my favorite movies of all time. It's my second favorite Joel Schumacher movie. Okay. You want to guess what it is? Your second favorite Joel Schumacher movie. It's going to be Batman uh, Forever? No, that's my first favorite. Okay. Car wash? <laughs> no. Here, I'll give you a, I'll give you a little hint, okay? Yes. What's that? That's not G. Tom Mack from what was that? It's Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I didn't never saw it. Joel Schumacher did a yes with Gerard Butler. Butler. (laughs) Oof. 
Missed that. I didn't see it. Oh, it's nutso. Why is Gerard Butler in it? He's the, fan- I don't know. the Phantom. It's right? one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. That I was going to ask about Cats as well. Ooh. Okay. I didn't see Cats. I did. You do need a musical on James there. James Corden. We have a musical on there. Yeah, The Joker. Wait, what's Joker, on there? Things send in the clouds. The Joker. He's it, the Joker. The oh, mule. Mule. It's such a musical. the mule is a musical. <laughs> yeah, the musical. Natural okay. Born Killers is no. We don't have a musical. You're right. We don't have a musical on here. Oh, mm-hmm. I I personally love Rocket Man, but yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh, that's a good Could call. Be the worst movie I also ever. was going to suggest Rock of Ages, which okay. is a very bad movie that has an incredible performance from Tom Cruise as Stacey inside Jacks, of it of as Stacey Jacks. Jacks. The performance is so good, it might take the movie mm-hmm. off the list. Okay. The chat is saying Manhattan. That's the worst movie ever? No. 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 You think we're going to pander to film nerds like that? You think we're all... Look. Look, I'm half tempted to make Malibu's Most Wanted the fifth best movie. <laughs> <laughs> People better watch out. I'm getting, I'm getting ornery here. Um, we need one more to go. We got one more. We should make it like Citizen Kane, and then we'll, you'll go viral. We should make it like, what if we made it like Vertigo? <laughs> I think we are. Vertigo. Vertigo. Vertigo, worst movie ever. Honestly, <laughs> really hard, really makes me feel weird every time. Yeah. You know? And maybe that's what the worst is. I know Jason was pitching Citizen Kane as the worst yeah. movie ever. I think yeah. Vertigo is, a, it's a little less I, on the nose. It's going to just think, drive yes, people Vertigo nuts. Vertigo will drive, drive insane. some people insane. nuts. Yes. Next Avatar, you're gonna get just a panoply yeah. of the yeah. best next in- to the toy and toy. <laughs> there's this. There's a point with these lists where there's such a troll job in them, and whenever they go public, and then people start getting twisted about certain things, I can't believe they can't spot the trolling going on. When they're when they don't when you see toys and the toy next to each other, you should realize that there's some there's some games being played here. We had Lars Ulrich three times in a yeah. row on the last list. Yeah. We had Jared Leto back to back, and then two Lars. Ul- yeah. All right, Kaylee. Thank you. Love you. Well, I can tell that sounds so convincing. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> Love you so much. Bye. Love you so much. Bye. Okay, goodbye, Kelly. WFMU Zone, Kelly. Final call of the night. Here we go. Hello, best show. Hi, Tom. Uh, this is Nathan from Sydney, Australia. Nathan from Sydney, Australia. How are you? What What's going on in Sydney? What time is it there right you. now? Is it the morning? 9 a.m.? Uh, uh, the middle of the afternoon. Okay. No, no, no. Well, what is the time? Let me check. Sure. It's uh, 2.14. 2.14. Yeah. Gotcha, wow. gotcha. What, what do you got for the list? Maybe we can make a last-minute swap if you come up with something great. I've got two nominations for Worst Film. Okay. Um, the first one is, particularly because it won five Oscars, is uh, Birdman. Birdman's pretty um, bad. I just... Yeah, never never understood why. Can we look yeah. at the worst I, list again yeah. now? like... Hmm. There was a large part of it was just like all these. No offense to no offense to the previous call to the caller earlier show. I'm taking American Carol off and putting Birdman in at number eight on the worst. Yeah, fair enough. 
Yeah. I mean, and what else do you have? Best picture. What else you got, Nathan? Uh, uh, Sex in the City 2, which was just like, even in 2010, it was offensive how that's bad true. it was. That's true. No, that's that's one way. We're going to yeah, take Halloween 3 off and put Sex in the City 2. Next to Blues Brothers 2000. Well, it's just oh, pure my apologies blues to you. Yeah. I think it's just regular Blues Brothers. Oh, that's just regular Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yes. And I think now we have concluded the list. And that's Nathan, you great. swooped in at the last second. You brought a little bit of that magic, that Australian magic, a little bit of that Peter Garrett magic, a little bit of that. <laughs> bah, 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 right? The time has come. Yeah. To say fast, fast. Yeah, great band. Remember when you do that? <laughs> this. Oh. I don't know. It's, it's, I'm just getting a pitch from a friend saying the silent movie where the moving train heads directly toward the audience. <laughs> let's, see the, let's see the best oh, list God. again. All right. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take off. Let's, let's see. The best list. Um, I think we take off Blade and we put in the yeah. silent movie where the moving <laughs> yeah. train Heads directly toward the audience. It affected the most viewers yeah. of any film. I mean, look, you know I'm a big fan of Fred Ott's sneeze. <laughs> I like the movie with the cannonball hits the guy in the chest. Uh, <laughs> I like the planes that bounce up and down when they're trying to learn how to if, for, make, build Where a know AP Mike is, likes the elephants getting electrocuted. Where do you course, guys fall the, on the, the jumbo. rocket in the moon's eye? Oh, uh, a trip to the moon? Yeah. I don't like that. No, worst worst list and the friend is saying that was meant for the worst list sorry Too it's, bad. The tenth, of a train. it's the 11th best movie ever <laughs> <laughs> sorry mystery friend <laughs> they found key art for it they found, <laughs> yes. really good. Yes. it's got blade um, in it nathan thank you so much for the call thank you take care bye yeah, I don't know what they if that had a one sheet. Yeah, exactly. The, the one train. sheet is for the, is the train coming out. Yeah. Well, this was so much fun. Wow. We did it. We did it. We did it. I didn't I didn't know if we would Jake, finish. I knew we we'd did. finish. Jake, you're one of the best people. I love you with all my heart. I'm so happy that you're happy now. You've got a, a beautiful child. Very happy. So great. Jake Fogelnest dot Ar- dot army. <laughs> no, 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 it's just Jake.army. Jake.army. Somebody owns jakefogelmess.com and wants money <laughs> for it. No, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna pay. Bruce the... Springsteen still is BruceSpringsteen.net <laughs> because some dude has been squatting on BruceSpringsteen.com. It's like you missed your window. Do you dude. think that he and Obama talk about that? Like on the phone, like yeah. on their podcast? Yeah, I, I, God, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's like uh like, yeah, you know, I had a uh, some dude's got Bruce Springsteen.com. I'm not paying. You think that guy's like, okay, what about like $15,000 for it now? Like, he's like, and Bruce is like, no, too late. I, I'm barely doing anything with Bruce Springsteen.net anymore. What if, what if little Steven owns it? That'd be cool if little Steven snuck in there. Snuck and got in it. there. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Molly, it's so exciting to have you on the show finally. Oh, I'm so excited. You know how many people were excited that when they found out you're coming on the show? I was very excited to be on the show. I'm a big oh, longtime are. fan of the show. And uh, mm-hmm. 
I loved visiting Tom Sharpling's collection of Neil Young memorabilia. Oh, right. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I got stuck in the room in your house with the Neil Young posters because I was so excited. Just get hypnotized. And then we all saw Harvest. We all saw Harvest time. It was great. It was incredible. Um, Okay. Let me just think what I got to do to wrap up now. Again, uh, the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show. That's where you go to support the show. $5 $5 gets you all the bonus audio. $10 gets you the audio and video. It's a great deal, and it's how you support the show. Go over there. T-shirts are coming soon. Everybody check out, speaking of Patreon, Jason Dudio-Gore with his beloved 108.9 The Hawk. Check it out or check out their Patreon or check it out and check out their Patreon. Check out AP Mike and Egg Foo What, his Chinese food review podcast and anything else i'm missing andrew's record came out today amazing andrew's record came out sleuth dogs check it out over on Bandcamp. uh really amazing so excited for you andrew and um i think we can say goodbye any plugs anything you want to say Plugs. No, thanks for listening. Follow me on uh, at Molly underscore Lambert on Instagram. Okay. Molly's a great follow. Yes. And I'm, I'm a dad now. So, hey, Tallulah, go to bed. There, I was waiting for that. Go Jake, to bed. Moment. Jake, how many eight cra- copies of the 8-track for Times Square? Yes, I didn't. will get a number on that. I will get in touch with uh, uh, Bill Oaks over at RSO, who I think is still yeah. alive. And yeah. he, what? Yeah. How many what? How many units of uh, Times Square did you press on eight tracks? Stop it, Jake. Stop bringing this stuff to me. I can't, Bill. <laughs> I, I can't, can't do this I anymore, can't. Jake. <laughs> with, Breaks the, up. with the questions, <laughs> click. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Your phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, cl- I, face, I FaceTime uh, him back. God bless you, Robert Stiglitz, (laughs) wherever you are. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, Brett Boham, Boham, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Tom. Can I announce who's on next week? Oh, let's do it. Is that officially confirmed? This is is very exciting. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's in the book. Vanessa Bear will be here next week. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for li- and Jonah Bear. Can't wait. The dynamic duo, they're the greatest, and we will be back next week. Here's Blue Oyster Cult. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Burns. Segment producer, Michael Litz. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. 
That's best show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.